right, welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. We have lots to talk about. I got something going. I got something cooking here. This is the big leagues. It's New York. I said I was in the worst neighborhood, man. I said I had a near-death experience. Crazy? Robert, if you've been through what I've been through in the past month, you'd be, you'd be crazy, too. All right. My man Chubbs. What's going on, Coach? What's going on, brother? How are you? I'm doing all right. Good. I got to tell you, man, this outfit, this is. You like that? This is something else. Do, is this specifically designed every day? Like, yeah. you, you get up and you have to, you match it out like this? Yeah, I try, I try, you know? Yeah. I don't need a stylist, you know? No. How long is that beard? How, I mean, not how long, but how long have you been growing it? I don't even know. Long time. Long time. When's the last time you saw what your face looks like without the beard? Years ago. I, w- I went to Dominican Republic, and I don't know what happened. I'm like, I'm shaving the beard, and I hated myself afterwards. How bad was your trip then after you did that? Because I, I hated it. Because I know when you look at your face, like, you know, I, I mean, I don't have nowhere near what And you. it was dead pale under there. Dead. Dead pale fucking. <laughs> I, I had, like, scabs from, like, how dry my skin was. It was... That's why I was like, never again. Never. And I grew it back out right after that, and I never, I never cut it off since. So for people that may not know who you are, why don't you give us a little background about yourself? Where are you from? What you're all about? I'm Chubbs, um, a.k.a. Chubby God. I'm from Long Island, New York. But I'm also all over New York, you know what I mean? I'm not just a local guy that stays local, but that's where this is where I earn my bones, right here in Long Island, Suffolk County. Suffolk County bounty. You know, I'm just an average fucking piece of shit from Suffolk County, basically, you know? And, uh, you know, above average, I like to think, at least. Above average. All right, yeah. but, but what do you do? What, what, what's, your, what's, your, what's your thing? I'm a hip-hop artist. Um, I like to think that I make some of the best hip-hop on Long Island. You know, there's some dope hip-hop artists. A lot of legends actually come from Long Island, but don't necessarily rep it. But, um, yeah, I like to think that, like I said, I think every artist should think that they're the best, and I think I'm the best. Yeah, just make sure you just turn that off. Yeah. You know, here's the other thing, too. You know, you say there's some hip-hop artists from Long Island that don't. Give me some that you that comes to your mind. Rakim? Well, Rakim, you know, he repped it, obviously, early in his career. He had a song called Strong Island. But then we got artists like um, Prodigy, who's from Nassau. And everyone thinks he's from Queensbridge because, you know, he was Mob Deep. And they're like, oh, they're from Queensbridge. Like, no. I have to tell you, though, the infamous Mob Deep, the the, the infamous album, the, yeah. the second one, yeah. the best. Oh, yeah. It's one a, of them, the best, best albums that has ever come out, hip-hop adam, uh, um, albums that have ever come out. No, big influence, for sure, you know? Yeah, like, absolutely. There was a lot of guys, though. LL Cool J. LL Cool J's from North Babylon. Yeah, I know. He was there for like a year, and then he bounced. He went to Queens. Right. You know, he did go to North Babylon High School at the time. No mention no, of never. that at all. One of the ones, though, and I love him, is Eric Sermon. He's strictly from Long Island. Right. EPMD, of course. EPMD, yeah. They, and Keith Murray. Yeah, Keith, exactly. Keith, you know, as well. So what made you, though, want to get into the hip-hop game? What, what, you know, you go to high school. Did you go to college? No, nah, no college. No college. I How- mean, I went to college, but I didn't actually uh, partake in college. Like, I never, like, I was up there just to party. I wasn't, I never actually went up there, like, to go to school. Where did you go? I didn't, like I said, again, I didn't go oh, anywhere. Oh, you never but I used to go. I used to go, like, to Albany, to fucking... Oneonta. Oneonta, exactly. I had just a lot get of shit-faced. Had a lot of friends, yeah. Yeah, just get fucked up. Exactly. And do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah do yeah. my hustle muscle and shit. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, of course. So talk to me about the so talk to me about the whole hip-hop game for yourself. Like right? how I got into it, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. How'd you get into it? What made you sit there and say, you know what? I'm not going to be a UPS driver. I'm not going to go to college. I'm not going to work at Stop and Shop. I'm going to be a hip-hop right. artist. And how do you make it lucrative? 
Well, I mean, I always kind of felt like that I wasn't meant to do like a regular nine to five. Even as a kid, I hated it. I fucking couldn't stand it. Any job I ever had, I felt like it really wasn't, didn't tickle my fancy. You know what I mean? Give me some of the jobs. Some of the jobs that I did? Yeah. I mean, I was everything, bro. I was a salesman of every sort. You know, I did fucking everything from selling drugs to fucking uh, selling um, loan modifications and fucking chimney sweeps. <laughs> what, was the, what was the drug that, of your choice to sell? Pot. Just selling pot. hundred percent. I tried doing that, but what I would do, and I was terrible at it, I would just give it all the way to the hot chicks. Yeah, I wasn't that guy. I, I couldn't. I what, hated guys like you. You hated guys like oh, yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you were strictly business. Yeah, because what the fuck are we doing this for? I'm was, doing it. You know, yeah. Me, I got it. You're right. But, but there was a lot of kids in school that were like that, that were like, oh, you know, the, and then there was like a girl who would maybe, you know, pick up an eighth every fucking day. Now she's like, oh, I'm just going to hang out with this guy. He gives it to me for free. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Whatever it took. That's how I was looking yeah, at I get, it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you're doing that and you said odd jobs, too. You like work at any fast food places on Long Island? Nah. You weren't that guy. I'd never want to. I do was that. that guy too. Yeah. Taco Bell. Yeah. Wendy's. No. Friendlies. I had a lot of friends that, you know, worked there. Two days in and out. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't take it. I can't. Yeah, I could never. I could never work there. You, you said something because it, it resonates with me because I'm the same way, right? You know, I don't want the nine to five gig. Right. I never wanted to do that. Never. What What made you say like? Why do you think that that has come in? You know, with you. Well, you know, I seen my parents work my whole life, and you know they worked hard, and you know they worked an innocent life. You know, I mean, my mother was a waitress and a bartender, and my father was um, a construction worker for sheet metal workers. You know, I just watched them work every day and they never really got to enjoy their life. You know, even still to this day, now they're both retired, they sit there, they count their pennies and they're fucking, you know, they, they sit on the couch and they do nothing. And that's just not, you know what I mean? That's not living to me. You know, so like, that was kind of like the motivation for it, I feel like, was seeing what they went through every day working and realizing that it wasn't really something that I wanted to do. And my father as a kid always kind of expected me to be a construction worker, I feel like. He was like, oh, you'll be a construction worker like me, you know? Be in the union. Right. Good job. You always have food on the table. Exactly. And I felt like he under, you know, like he underestimated me by thinking that, kind of. You know he what I mean? He was selling you short. Right, he was selling me short. My whole life, he just expected me to be a construction worker where it's like, you know, you should have let me do what I wanted to do. And I didn't know I necessarily wanted to be an entertainer, but I was influenced by music heavily, all sorts of music, not just hip-hop. Loved all sorts of music. My give me father. some. Give me some examples that really you think when you reflect that really influenced you. What music? What songs? What artists? Whatever. Well, obviously hip hop was the the biggest influential music to me because that's what I'm doing. And what were you? What's what's your go to if you are just? Let's just say you know what what's that road? Um, Ocean Parkway, right? right? You're on in the water, the beach, right here on Long Island, and you got you're just in the car by yourself. It's a beautiful summer day. You got the windows down. And you're in a good mood, smoking, right? You smoke. Yeah. What What do you put in? What do you want to listen to to really keep that mood, that vibe going? Well, I'm saying now as an now as an adult, I definitely listen to more of like the shit that my parents were listening to. Believe it or not, like I'm gonna put on some Beatles. I'm gonna put on some Jimi Hendrix. I'm gonna put on some. Uh, some Led Zeppelin, you know what I mean? Okay. Put on some Doors. Like, that's just shit. I love that shit. I hate every single thing that you just said. For real? I can't listen to any of it. Really? Any of those. The Beatles, uh, never. Have probably listened to maybe three songs in its entirety. Really? I love can't it. stand it. Jimi Hendrix, terrible. Really? Can't, st- can't get into it at all. Not my cup of tea. See, as a musician, I don't know. I'm just like, I just put myself in their position when I'm listening to them almost. And it's like, you know, obviously I grew up listening to Jay-Z, Biggie Smalls, all the New York rappers. And that's that was like, 
what really inspired me to do rap. You know, I listened to even R. Ray the Rugged Man. I don't know if you're familiar with him. No. R. Ray the Rugged Man is actually from Long Island, Suffolk County. And he was huge, like, fucking... He could have been Eminem before Eminem, this guy. But he got blackballed from the industry. Why? Because he was white? I don't know if it's because he was white. I heard he did a lot of fucking crazy things. Like, he shit on his fucking record label exec's deck, desk and fucking... Oh, like, literally took a shit. Yeah, like, literally took a shit and fucking, like, harassed the, like, you know... <laughs> it takes big, a lot of balls to do that. Yeah. Pull down your he pants and take and, a shit. And he's still, uh, you know, making a living off of it. The guy, Ari the Rugged Man. You should check him out. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Big influence because he was from Long Island. But, uh... What about, like, you know, R&B music? You big Jodeci guy back in the day? Were I mean, you I liked in... a little bit of everything. Like, that's why I said, like, even, you know, when I said I listened to fucking the music that my parents listened to, you know, in pieces. I'm not going to sit there and listen to, like, Jimi Hendrix's album straight through. Listen to a few songs from Jimi Hendrix and listen to a few songs from... So take me through this whole thing here, though. So you're listening to the hip-hop, the New York, you, you know, the old-school stuff. Right. And that's really, you said that's kind of was inspiring you. You listen to different things now, but when was it that you said, you know what, let me see if I could spit a couple of bars here. Let me see if I could actually put a couple of line, you know, rhymes together right. and make it sound good. Where were you when that took place? What were you well, doing in your life and when was it? Well, see, like my big, I have a big brother who's 12 years older than me. And, you know, he was the one who really put me on to hip hop. You know what I mean? So he put me on to CNN, Capone Noriega, Mob Deep. You know, Capone Noriega. Uh, what was the song by Capone Noriega that was really good? It was um, War Report was one of my favorites. One of them, but it was something else that was like da -da 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 -da. I can't think of the <laughs> Capone Noriega. It was like, uh, did they sing a New York song? Like almost a New York theme song? I mean, all those joints were very New York. You okay, know? all right. So go ahead though. So you, so he put you talk about your brother. Go ahead. So yeah, like I said, nonetheless, my brother, he he put me onto all the hip hop shit, and then um. As I got older, I started hanging out with a lot of people that were also into hip-hop. And I was kind of like a thinker. I was like a guy behind the scenes that would be giving my friends who were all rappers kind of ideas, you know? And so your friends are rapping, and you're sitting there saying, yo, you should maybe do this, and you're right. tweaking them. Because I already had, a, you know, I already had a, a vast, like, knowledge of hip-hop because of my big brother. He put me onto a lot of people. So because of that, I felt like I was like more knowledgeable than a lot of people, and I was putting on all my friends like, "Yo, you never heard, you know, Big L. You never heard Ari the Rugged Man? Check these guys out. You know what I mean? Big L. Right. You know what I mean? I yeah. remember listening to 50 Cent before 50 Cent was 50 Cent. Yeah. And showing everybody 50 Cent, and they're like, "Where'd you find this guy?" And I was like, "My brother." You know? Yeah. And this was before he was signed to Eminem, or you know, when Dr. he was still Dre or whatever yeah, the hell. When he was still signed to Run DMC, my brother was listening to him. When yeah. He was when he was signed to um, uh, J Master J. So long story short. Um, I ended up getting involved with these dudes that were, like I said, in the hip-hop scene. And I was, like, giving them ideas, kind of, like, ghostwriting for them a little bit. And then I had this one artist that uh, I actually started, like, ghostwriting for full-time. I even had a few a few artists that were, like, kind of had moderate success that I was ghostwriting for. How, let, let me ask you about that right there. Yeah. When you're writing for other people, ghostwriting, and then all of a sudden you see them take your song and have... Even if it's just minute success, right. little success with something, I know that makes you feel good. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, because you're the one writing it. But did it also make you sit there and say, "What am I doing? I could be rapping that song." It, it did, but I was the type of dude who wanted to be behind the scenes at that point. Why? Because I just felt like that's how I was always. I Were was you shy. No, I wasn't shy at all. But I'm somebody that I reserve myself for my inner circle. I'm actually the center of attention but for my circle. 
I'm not going to be the center of attention for people that don't know me. I was very like, you know, that's kind of like you're not the center of attention when you walk into a restaurant and then you don't know anyone and then here you are. Right. I'm not. I'm not trying to make people look at me, but if you're if you're fortunate enough to know me, you're gonna know I'm a funny guy. I'm, you know, I'm saying I'm the life of the party. But I'm not gonna just do that with just anybody. I kind of reserve myself, and then I have to get comfortable with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. My father was very stern Sicilian. You know, so it kind of like rubbed off on me, and I was the same way, where I didn't like kind of show all my cards right away. I wasn't gonna be like I said, say something, because they say the more you talk, the more likely you are to say something stupid. That's the truth. So I didn't. I gotta tell you. Right. So I didn't talk a lot. You know. Less means more. Right. That's what I mean. And I felt like uh, at that point, that's what I liked. I liked to be behind the scenes. I didn't want the spotlight. You know, I just wanted to be there to enjoy what I love, which is hip-hop. But then there was a time that had to come, right? Right. That you said, well, behind the scenes, maybe it's not what I really want to do. There was a time that really or something happened that they you say- said, hey, right. I want to go all out here. Like almost like Sia. And you know the, the, the artist Sia? She sings all those things. Um, oh, God, I can't believe I don't know. Chandelier, you ever hear that song? Oh, yeah, Chandelier. Yeah, yes, yes. She is. She writes for Beyonce. She writes for um, Rihanna. Right. And she was ghostwriting all of these songs. And then finally, and they buy her off of her. And then finally, she said, you know, let me do it. Because she has a great voice, too. But there was a time that she said, let me get in front. I didn't want to be in front of the scenes, you know, in front of the camera. How did that all of a sudden change for you? What was that moment? Well, because like you said, you know, at the same time, I felt like success lives outside your comfort zone. So I knew I was comfortable where I was behind the scenes. But at the same time, I did know that I had it in me to be, like we said, the center of attention. Even though I didn't want to be the center of attention, I knew I very well could be because I said that's who I was in my inner circle. You know, and even the people that I was ghostwriting for would always kind of like be like, oh, you got to fucking rap. You should rap, Chubbs. You know, why aren't you rapping? And then it started with me doing like a little bit, like, you know, doing a hook or fucking, you know, and actually using my voice and hearing myself recorded and being like, you know, all right. Yeah, I could, I could, I could get down with that. Yeah, like I like it. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. have like a, a very grimy tone. And that was one of the first things a lot of people told me, like, oh, you sound mad grimy. You know, in this New York grimy scene, that's what they liked, you know. They were like, oh, you sound grimy. You need to start rapping. So long story short, you know, I start, I, I tried it out, and then I kind of... You're the big, long story short guy. Yeah. You're the big, long story short guy. You yeah. say it a lot. It's like your third time you said it. I so, did? Yeah, you're the big... That's that's your gig. Yeah, I guess so. That's, that's my stick. That's yeah, my punchline. Yeah, that's your punchline. I noticed it. Long story short, long story short, which, which I appreciate. Who who doesn't like a long story short? Well, you know, Italians always say that. Yeah, of course. So I know. it's like we can't even help ourselves. Even if the story is going to be 45 minutes, I'm going to tell you it's going to be a short story. Even if it's even if it's past the 45 minutes. Right, it could be fucking three hours, and I'm going to tell you it's a long story short. I'm really intrigued, you know, about the process for artists, right? And for you... Writing hip hop, right? Give me a behind the scenes, a little bit behind the curtain on it. Where do you write? Where does it come from? Do you put it just on your iPhone, or are you? Do you go down to the beach? You go to the bookstore? Do you hang out in your bedroom? Where does you know when you sit down and start writing lyrics? You know, take us through that process. I mean, it's different. You know, I'm I'm very like you know some rappers just could just rap at the drop of a dime. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'm artsy with it. I need like a second to like. I need to be in the right zone mentally. 
So mainly me, I like to rap. I like to write there in the moment in the studio while I'm listening to the beat. Oh, the beat. I I figured that that's what it is. I don't know how these right. rappers are doing it without the beat. You know, and then or you know that's the well. Some people just like I said, they could rap anywhere. Like where it's like me specifically, I like to be in that zone. Like, when you say in the zone, though. Right. right. What does that actually mean? Are you, you know, do you have to get high? Do you have to smoke first and get real? Yeah, when I'm know? writing, I have to smoke weed. When I'm in the studio, I'll burn through a quarter easily. Now, you said before, and I'm going to hold you to it, you yeah. said that you have the best Kush in creation. I, I didn't say it was Kush, but I said I have some very strong weed, yes. I got some sour, actually. Not, right not, well, Kush, I mean, when I say Sour Kush, diesel. I mean, sour diesel. So yeah. you think that it's, so we're going to, in a little bit, we'll take a, a yeah. little intermission, because we're both, so, I'm sober oh, yeah. right now. We'll go smoke, and then I will tell you how. It's good. How good it actually is. It's very you nice. smoke every day. Yeah. Like, give me your. Uh, how, you know, do you wake and bake? Do you have to wait a little nah, bit? I used to. I used to smoke like from the minute I woke up to the minute I go to sleep. But I got kids and shit now, and I got a lot of shit to do. So I usually just smoke at nighttime. That's just a nighttime smoker. Usually, but unless I'm in the studio. If I'm in the studio, I'm smoking during the day. It's. A, I got to tell you that nighttime though is real, real. Real dangerous. Why? Because now you're eating. I, oh, you know, yeah. you didn't get the munchies. Next thing you know, it's 11 o'clock at night. I ate two bowls of Fruity Pebbles. That's why I'm a fat fuck. Right? You know what I mean? And then right. Uber Eats or whatever it is comes. What's your go-to food when you're high? Like, if you're really oh, like... Oh, man. Like, what, what is it that you like? I, don't know. I like food. You know, like, some people like to just eat, like, candy oh, and shit. I'm a food guy. But I like food. Like, if I'm, if I'm craving food, I want food. Like... What is it? Tell me, though. Is it pizza? Are you a cheeseburger I guy? Mean, I like... I, I don't Pasta? Know. I'm a fucking fat gluttony. I like it all. <laughs> I like all that shit. You know? There's really not much that I don't like anymore. As an adult now, like, I really love all food, bro. It's crazy. I'm You'll like, try anything. It's, you're not one of those guys It's like, no, I know I'm not trying that because I'm not going to touch that because I've never I used had to be it. picky as fuck, but now I don't know. I just love everything. You said that you have a family married? Uh, yeah, basically married. I'm so not married, though. But, no, so you're not But I might as well be married. Uh, it's a I've been with her for a very long time. Don't mean anything. The yeah. marriage... I've never been married. Oh, yeah. And I've been with someone for six years, and I have a kid out of wedlock. Yeah. So when you say, yeah, I'm married, but not really married. No, no, no. Right. It's it's either you're ma- it's yeah. black and white. No, it's either married. you're married or yeah. you're not married, because it's a whole thing. Why for you not married? Why not do the next thing? Is this the mother of your children? Yeah. So then why not tie it down? Just because it's fucking nauseating thinking about getting married. You know? That's really what it comes down to. And I don't like contracts. It's nauseating not getting married it's nauseating and i know this sounds really negative on my part right what's really nauseating especially that i'm an attorney is the breakage of the contract right that's nauseating right what do you mean we have to go to court and we have to do this and we have well to that's s- what keeps me from doing it kind of it's like i don't like contracts you know especially in this hip-hop game too there's a lot of people that try to hit you with the contract and i'm very you know you know, my, my thing is, is you know, if everything's going great, why do you know? And once we're married, I feel like it changes the dynamic of things. People get laxed. People start getting like, you know, comfortable. I've seen it. I, I, you know, yeah. I say this to my girlfriend right now. You know, we lived together for six years straight. Great relationship, everything. And she's been married and divorced. And my thing, I always say, you know what? The fact that you just could get up and leave whenever you want without any ties keeps me on my toes. And I think probably that it does the same thing with you. Right. You know, it keeps you on your toes. Don't get too comfortable in here and start acting a fool and start doing stupid shit because, you know, there's no 
There's no contract. Right. You know what I mean? We're on a month-to-month. I've seen a lot of friends and family get married, and then they're miserable. Right. As soon as they've been together, maybe, you know, seven years, eight years without marriage, as soon as they get married, they're like last a year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you have children. How many children do you have? I have two kids, two daughters. Oh, that's... Yeah. You going to go for the son? I, I was going to, but I'm like, at this point, the way the world is, it's so fucked up. I'm like, I don't know if I want to bring another soul into this world. Really? Yeah. That's how you look at it. Yeah. It's interesting. See, I look it's at... It's twisted, this world, you know? No, the world is definitely it's twisted. twisted. And yes. it was twisted when I was growing up. And I, I'm fucked up because of it. So I couldn't imagine bringing another kid into this world, honestly. Okay. Well, let's... let's I want one, but, you know, let's see. You know, if I start balling out of control, maybe I'll have a football. You know, I'll start popping more out. Well, let's talk about let's talk about your career now. You we started talking about the process, how you write, and how you do things. Right. How did it get from okay, I'm just going to try it out to I'm making videos, I'm putting music on Apple Podcasts, right? Because I see that you're on that. You have a lot. You have like maybe how many how many songs do you have that know. are out there on Apple Podcasts? A lot. A lot. Yeah, I don't even know. Almost twenty, it looked like. In right, could be more. It could be more. Yeah, because okay. I got a few. Pro- I got like four projects worth of music, and then a bunch of singles that I've dropped. Who's your producer? Do you do everything yourself? Uh, nah, I I work with different producers, and every kind of project that I work on has a different vibe because of that. Because I usually try to keep it um, with just one producer on every project. So is, I, is it more? So it has a sound. Is it more difficult now for an artist like yourself to come out and really break through? in 2022 because of how many people how easy it is to put something right on Apple Podcasts or just make a YouTube video as in comparison to say the early 90s when hip hop was in my opinion at its peak right well I have a lot of mentors that are from that era the 90s and they all tell me just you know how fucked the game really is compared to what it was well give me tell me why that is the case well, just because there was a lot more money in it, you know, than there is now for uh, up-and-coming artists who necessarily didn't even have a buzz, and that's what they were telling me. They're like, an artist didn't even have to have a buzz. They just had to have talent enough so that people could hear it, and then they'd say, oh, that shit is fire. Let's put fucking, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars behind them, where, you know, now they want to see that, oh, uh, you know, do you have a fucking huge following on Instagram? Do you have a huge following on Spotify? TikTok, whatever. Spotify, right. this, that, social media, Where all of it. They don't want to develop the artist anymore now. Where back in the day they did. So if you were someone with talent and you got in front of the right person, you know, they were going to push you. You know, that, that that's a catch-22, though, because in a way, they want to see if you're already established within the social media community. Right. But that's your own boss now, that you can have control over that as opposed to... Well, social media is all bullshit, though. You know, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors, and a lot of these guys that have their blue check and, uh, you know, tons of followers, they can't even sell a show. You know, I see it all the time. Me being a hip-hop artist, I do these shows, and there'll be a person on the bill, they are like, oh, this guy's got fucking 200,000 followers and a blue check. So he's got to be great. Right, and he can't sell one ticket. And here I am, a little guy who doesn't have that, doesn't have, you know, all these followers on Instagram and the blue check, and I got a hundred people coming out for me. You know? What do you how do you how do you make money if you you know, if you're not breaking through yet, where how do you putting food on the table then? Well, I mean there's there's money to be made in this industry, you know? It's like um, Sampling, whatever it may be, signing artists. Yeah, pl- placements and shit get you money and also um, you know, Obviously, features and show money, you know, but at the end of the day, really right now, the type of scene that I'm in, which is uh, the very, like, underground, which is kind of like 90s-esque hip-hop, Yeah, we're living off of fucking, like, vinyl deals. 
you know? Everybody's kind of, in my scene, is living off vinyl deals right now. What does what, that mean? I, I know what a vinyl well, record is. Well, so it's is. like you'll get, you'll get paid from a company to press your vinyl. So they'll pay you, and then they'll press to your vinyl, and then they're going to sell it, and you'll get a percentage or something, but you're going to get a, a, an initial check for them saying, hey, we want to print your uh, album that you got coming out. You so, that, yeah, that sounds, though, that sounds difficult. Like, you know what I mean? How do you get it in front of somebody then to do that? But, you know, if well, you're I not mean, on so, if you think social media is not, you know, something that you're really loving, then how do you get that in front of people? How do you get that in front of eyeballs or ears or whatnot? Well, you got to just be, you know, like every scene is different. There's so many different subgenres of hip hop. So it's like there's so many different lanes, you know? So, like, me talking about it isn't necessarily going to, like, go for every subgenre. But for my subgenre, the type that I do, which is like I said, this underground scene, it's like if you got a name in it, you got a name in it. If you, people are gonna know you, like people know me in my scene because I'm there, I'm on the streets, I'm really there. You know, I'm not, there's tons of people that are fucking from bumblefuck trying to get in our scene, and, but they're not here. I'm in the Mecca, I'm in New York, I'm on the ground. So it doesn't matter that maybe I'm not working social media the way I should, I'm the man in real life. You feel me? I feel you. So, but so people see you in real life. So you're saying, how do these? How do I get in front of these people? I'm there. I'm at the events. I'm there. You understand what I'm trying to say? I don't I need to be on social media. So for them to look yeah. At me. So you're not on social media doing the rapping, but you're on the underground club, and you got 500 people at the club, and they're seeing eyeballs in person. Right, and it's a very tight knit uh, scene. So it's like everyone that's involved is coming to these shows. They're coming to the events. So it's like, how is it that you're white? And trying to get into the hip hop scene, you know, I mean, it's it, it's not I mean, something. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but what I mean is, is a majority, and especially in the '90s, right. the only Eminem, the only one who really broke through, or who's the guys that saying gas face? Um, well, kind of, you know, it definitely is meant to, like, it's not, you know, a white man sport. They're not trying to have white guys in the industry. I feel it. I see it. Really? Yeah. How did, so explain that. Because I talked to other white rappers who were, I'm not, I don't want to say their names, but guys who were who had success in the underground hip-hop scene that were white. Are you saying that almost the black culture wants to keep it within right. and they do whatever they can? Sometimes if you have somebody that's so talented like, say, Eminem, right. that there's nothing that they can do about it. Well, I feel like after Eminem, that's when it really stopped, if you think about it. You know, where they never let another artist get that big, unless they were like a pop artist. You know, if they're like a pop rapper, yeah, you could be white, you could be anything. But it's not just white. It's not any race, if you think about it. So you then know, what is it? What do you mean? Who was the last lat great Latino hip-hop artist that you know besides Big Pun? It's true, too. Right? Uh, so you're just saying it doesn't matter. It, it could be Hispanic. It could be you white. It could be Chinese. You're not... Any of them. That's not the narrative. That's What's the guy that's that came out? The kid Harlow? Jake Harlow? What's his name who sings uh, yeah, yeah. First Class? Right. That's that's what I mean. Like, he's a pop artist. So so that's why he was able to come out. Right. Because he's rap. He's hip-hop. But he's like pop. You know? Which yeah. Is more pop almost like a Justin Bieber type. Right. He's, uh, on that kind of... It's like popular culture, so they see that, and they're like, oh, you could be a pop artist. You know, you're not just a rap artist. You're not really singing... You're not really from the street and singing about... You're not... Right. They're not rapping about the street. They're rapping about girls and money and cars and, and whatever, that stuff. You're... You know... But what is it that you're rapping about? We're going to play some of your music. Uh, you know, I rap about a lot of, like, gritty shit, because, you know, I've seen a lot of gritty shit growing up. You know, a lot of people have a misperception of Long Island, and they kind of think that it's the Hamptons here. 
They think that, you know, we all live in fucking huge mansions with boats. And honestly, it wasn't that at all. You know that. I've never had a boat in my life. Well, that's what I mean. It's not <laughs> It's not what people have the uh, perception of. People. And North Babylon, the town that we both grew up in. Right. Is, North, is, North Crack. That's yeah. what I said. It's, like it's, as, it's as fucking crackheads. Yeah, as bad as can be. Right. Well, that's why I say that, you know, you, people just have a misperception of it. You know, even in the city, I see it all the time. You know, they think, you know, Long Island is soft or something. But it's just like, in reality, I got a better chance of walking through a neighborhood in Brooklyn or the Bronx and nothing happening to me than they do walking through a neighborhood out here in Long Island nothing yeah. happened to them. Yeah. Because here, we're not used to seeing random people walking through our blocks. Where in the city, they're used to seeing all walks of life just fucking walking through. And they're not thinking anything of it. Here, you're going to get pressed. Who are you? You know, if you're walking through the wrong block at 12 o'clock at night here... Things get things get a little uh, right. hectic. Especially when I grew up, it was fucking very rowdy. It was very rowdy. I, you know, I got into a lot of fights and a, a lot of brawls. And I was one of the only white kids in my crew. And because of that, like you said, there was kind of prejudice against me where I would have to fight people just because they were like, oh, you're white hanging out in the black neighborhood. And you know it's segregated out here, too. Where they have, like, literally the white neighborhood, the black neighborhood. Not to make it about race, but it'd be like that out I, here. I, I'm going to say something, too, which I, and I really think this. You know, I'm not going to say, obviously, I'm not, not going to say the word, but the N-word in for for blacks to rap it's almost as a filler right they, they get to use the word and it, it just goes in rap songs right, right. i mean you could just it's for end sure. this and end that and end that and it's almost like it wasn't really too much artistic value in what you just said you said the n-word maybe nine times in a matter of 30 seconds right and it just filled in the blanks i mean it's the same with any uh profanity like, you know, if you curse a lot, like I curse in my songs, but I don't try to make it like where I'm cursing all the time because then you just use it as a crutch and you're like, oh, just throw a fuck in there. Yeah. But do you find it as because you listen to so much hip hop and there's so much N word, but then here you are going about to write hip hop and sing hip hop and you are totally not allowed to use that word. Right. Do you find that as a disadvantage for you? I don't. You don't? No. Nah. Okay. Why I don't. Is... I just don't need it, I feel like, you know? Uh, I agree. I think that it should be. I, I don't think that it's worth I don't think anyone needs it, honestly. No. But 100%, you know, yeah, it's it could help you in a rhyme scheme, but you don't need it. You yeah. Know? And it's like, it's not an option for me, so I don't even think about it. I, one of the things I wanted to ask you, because you were saying how you were behind the scenes and you came into the scenes. Right. A lot of people, when they get in front of a camera, so to speak, it is a whole different ball game. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? I know for me, once I started doing audio, first I started doing only audio with the podcast. Right. There's no camera. You hide behind the mic and do whatever the hell you it's want. Nobody's, yeah, you can do whatever. It's almost like you have a mask on. Right. But when you're in front of the camera, it changes up everything. Did you find that difficult for you to switch that? For sure. I'm still, I'm still feeling it. You know, you still feel awkward sometimes when there's a camera on you or, you know but you you definitely get more and more uh, accustomed to it and you're just kind of like i don't give a fuck anymore yeah i think that's right there what you just said that determines people that are very successful people that have maybe just a little bit of success and then people that just can't get over the hump right it's the level of i don't give a fuck because that's what it is you have to just me being an artist i had to you know get through that threshold of being like i don't give a fuck that some people are going to think this shit is corny, or some people are not going to like it. Yes. Or somebody's going to make fun of me for it. Or, or, or there's going to be uh, 10 comments that they're going to just be ripping me apart. Right. Yeah. Where you just got to, you got to like let go of all that and not worry about, 
you know, what anybody thinks about you, honestly. And I feel like the more you get into anything, like you being podcast, me being hip-hop, the more you do it, the less you give a fuck. And the more you get comfortable with it. Right, because you just know that you're it. Yes. You know, like I know I'm it. So it's like I don't care about going on stage. The first few times I went on, and I still get butterflies, but it's a different type. But now it's butterflies like I'm about to fucking destroy the stage. (laughs) You know, where I used to get butterflies like, oh, man, am I going to do good? Where now I know, like, I look at it like a fight. Like, I'm going to go fuck and destroy every person that just went on the stage so before me. so funny how you say that. Your mind takes you. I'm about to fuck this person up. I'm going to fight. And the first thing I'm thinking about before you say it is, yeah, I'm going to fuck this pussy. Or I'm going to really get with this girl. It's so crazy. You're thinking about fighting, and I'm thinking about vagina. What, that's what you think before you're about to go on the mic? No, I'm just saying. No, no, not that I'm about to go on the mic. But when you were just about to say, I'm going to tear this this. Oh, you're like, oh, I'm going to tear this pussy up. I'm going to tear this pussy it's always yeah. close. It's my I mean, weakness. me too. I mean, I, you know, I love vagina. Let's yeah. not get <laughs> what, what, But the we... feeling of like, you know, it's like an, it's a, a competition of sorts. So it feels like you're about to go yeah. into like a fight. Almost. Yeah. Talk to me real quick before we do this little intermission and go smoke. Because I'm really eager to see what yeah. your, what your uh, weed is all about. Tell me about rap back in the 90s in comparison to now. I can't listen to any of this rap right now. Me it's really, it's terrible. Well, but you listen to my shit, right? T- yeah, uh, yeah, but I'm saying is the 90s I right. loved. Well, that's why I said there's a scene that I'm part of that's bringing that sound back. It isn't the 90s because it's not the 90s right yeah, now. Yeah, you can't, you know. But, but there's an energy, you know, and people are calling it the Renaissance. That's what people are calling it, people that come to our shows and shit because there's, for the first time, it feels like what it felt like in the 90s and what I always use as an analogy for the 90s is wrestling in the 90s right so every wrestler had their own thing you know if there was already a fucking uh, a Hulk Hogan there couldn't be another guy trying to be Hulk Hogan there was already a macho man there couldn't be a guy coming out trying to be macho man everyone had their own thing they brought their own thing to the ring right wrestling and I feel like that's what hip hop lost for a long time with this mainstream shit is just everyone copying the same thing Oh, this one, you know, this just got, you know, a, a big record. So now I'm going to do the same type of record. You know, all these kids. The, the auto-tune. From the way they sound to the way they look. They got the fucking pink dreads and they're all doing the same exact look, the same exact sound, the auto-tune. Where's the character in that, right? It's okay if one person's shtig is that because that's their character maybe. Oh, that's their thing. They use auto-tune and they fucking dye their hair, you know, different colors. Right? Yeah. That's that wrestler's thing. But if every wrestler's doing that, what fucking fun is it? Because then there's no there's no variety. There's no different flavors to pick from. Yeah. That's how I feel what right now is. It's just all right. commercial. That's what I feel like. But that's why I said the, the underground is like, that's coming up. That old grimy stuff. It's coming back. With the biggie. Right. You know, uh, you know that underground, the Method Man, the Red Man. That's the biggest difference. The though, Mob Deep, Nas. Nas's album, it was written, right. was one of the best albums as well. For sure. What, what would you, give me the top three albums that you think, and, and you know, back then I'm talking about 90s, or even a rapper that's today, that's not yourself. What do you think is the, give me the three best albums or artists? F- from my, in my opinion? Yeah, in your opinion. I don't know. It's tough to answer in these questions when people ask you these questions, but I'll have to say, like, obviously I told you Biggie, so I feel like Ready to Die was one of the best hip-hop albums ever. A hundred percent. Do you uh, put Mob Deep in the top three? Probably not. I really fuck with Mob Deep, but it's like there's just so many other artists that were influential to me, like DMX, because, like, he was my childhood. 
You know, DMX. I mean, he had song hit after hit right. after hit. And he's a perfect example. Is like you don't have to be super lyrical either. It's about how you're saying it, the energy that you're bringing to the words. Yeah, like Onyx sucked in lyrically, in my opinion. Right. But the energy, you know, slam and you know how they right. were and how they made it all happen was like sticky under- fingers. I love though. Yeah. Because his voice, his voice was like you know what yes. I mean. That's what I mean. Yes. It, the energy. But yeah, I'd have to say Ready to Die. Maybe Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt. Yep. Okay. And uh, Eminem, Slim Shady LP. Those were the ones really? that were to me. Like I said, growing up, I just I could have listened to those albums front to back. But again, DMX too, or DMX. Wu Tang though, their original Wu-Tang album out. that was that was phenomenal. Well, that's too. why I said it's kind of hard to answer these questions because it's like I can't really put any three. You yeah, know, I understand what you're saying because there's so many that I love, but. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. Well, what, what are you what are you doing right now? So when you said before you listen to a lot of your parents, right? What the music that they listen to? I dig into mad random shit, the most random music you would never expect me to be listening to. Like if you saw me with my headphones on, you would never expect me to be listening to what Is I. Is that because to. though you're you know you're trying to get ideas and you could get maybe samples on different things? Or I just you, get like inspired, you're working. I just get inspired by music. I always have my whole life. I said there's different genres. I might like only one song from an artist. But that, I like to move around. I like to have flavors. You know, the same with food. I don't want to eat the same food every day, right? You know, I'm not going to... I love Italian food. It's my fucking favorite. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Sicilian. But you don't eat that all every day. I don't want to eat fucking Italian food every day. I'll fucking lose my asshole. <laughs> right? What, what, what do you think is more important? The beat on a hip-hop album or the lyrics? I mean, the beat is everything, but the energy of the artist is everything, too. You know, I feel like it's really a 50-50 job, in my opinion, because the beat has to be hot, but if you got a whack rapper on it, it's whack. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It turns yeah. the beat not hot anymore. All right, all right. And vice versa. So let's 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 take this. Uh, let's take a five minute. Right. Right, right, a little powder. Go. Yeah, let's do it. A little powder, and let's see what you got. All right, all right we'll come back. All righty. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good, and we'll listen to your music too. We'll listen to, uh, because why not listen to it high? Yeah. And see what it is. It's the best way to listen to it. All right, you got it. All right. All right, we're going to take a quick break in the action here. Got to pay some bills. Today's show is sponsored by MyPillow.com. Make sure you go over to MyPillow.com and use the promo code TJCS. Why is that? You get up to 66% off everything in your cart. So whether it's the Giza sheets, the pillows, the slippers, the blankets, you name it. Go over to MyPillow.com. You punch in promo code TJCS. And you get up to 66% off your entire cart. Also, today's show is sponsored by the illiteratemillionaire.com. And that, of course, that course has been given to you by Brian Carp. Brian Carp is the real estate giant here on Long Island. The course is targeted for entrepreneurs, real estate brokers, just brokers in general, anyone basically who wants to raise the temperature of their sales game. What's involved in this course? Well, Brian pulls back the curtain on his real estate business and how he started off selling three houses to friends and family, and now he's selling over 200 houses a year. Just in 2021, this man sold over 260 houses. Do the math. We live here on Long Island. Each house, the average house is around 500,000. He sold over 260. Again, you have to go to illiteratemillionaire.com, and here's the best part. You use our promo code, T-J-C-S, and you instantly save $500 from the course. All right, so we're back here after smoking blunt. I haven't smoked a blunt, Eric, in about 10 years. 
You said it like it was its own type of drug, like smoking blunt. Yeah, I got yeah. smoking. <laughs> sm- I did say I didn't say yeah. it's blunt. You're, uh, you're smoking blunt. I said. Yeah, like smoking. I really blunted. Blunted. <laughs> smoking blunt, like it was crack. Like smoking crack. Smoking, smoking blunt. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. Think just smoked that. blunt. I thought I meant to say we just smoked a blunt. But I gotta tell you, I'm toast. That's good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I love yeah. smoking blunts. Blunts but are my favorite. Really? Yeah. I only yeah, smoke. Yeah. No joints. It's the only way to smoke. Those uh, the raw cone joints em. that you put it in. I hate them. Why? Throw them in the garbage. Why? I'm t- I am too fucked up right now. <laughs> I don't I don't want this fucked up. This this is I'm in uh, banana land. I mean, you know, you yeah. Be, you be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> you could actually go on stage and rap and remember the lyrics this high like this. Or maybe I'm just so high. Well, I was gonna say, I, uh, when I have things to do, I try not to s- smoke right before I got things to do. I like to look at it like my treat. Little payoff. Right, like that's what your reward is gonna be. As soon as you get off stage, you could smoke this blunt. But before stage, you know, maybe have a drink because that's gonna be like a morale builder. It's gonna make you uppity. Uh, what, what's your drink? Uh, I mean, I was the cognac king. That's what I used to drink. Cognac. Straight Hennessy. You know, you I was in the hood my whole life. It's, hanging out, hanging with out all, on the yeah. corner. You know, we, we started off North on North Babylon. Yeah, North Babylon drinking E and J and ginger ale, which is disgusting. E and J. So when you when you upgrade to Hennessy, you know, you're like, yeah, I, hell yeah. I remember the but, first time because. But know, now for, I just drink tequila. North Babylon. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would say it was what half and half, half black, half white. Right. Now, at the, you know, in 2020. Yeah, even, yeah, even when I was growing up, I feel yes. like it was like half half. It was. It was maybe a little less than that. I, I would say more on probably 60, 40 of like white right. when I was there. But still, didn't you couldn't tell. I, I felt like it was just everything. My friends, everything. So I went to a black party for the first time. You know, with all black people, and you know, it was a great time, best. And it was a, I was like, what is this thing called Hennessy? They're all drinking it. I couldn't believe it. Cognac. I can't do it. It's the best. You think so? No, yo, it really is really good, but I don't drink it anymore. Because Why? Because you're getting too fucked up? I get very, very, like, ready to fight. And, like, violent. violent. I hate those guys at the party. Well, no, like, I'm not... Those guys at the work. You can't even have a good time because you always got to watch out that you're going to get punched in the face. Right. Well, that's why I'm not one of those people that are just going to randomly punch somebody in the face, but I'm automatically on defense when I'm on Hennessy because I'm like, let somebody fucking step to me. Let somebody fuck, you know? Let somebody insult me. Right. And that's not a good mind state. Like you said, it's a negative mind state. somebody just on verbal insults alone? No fight. Guy's not in your face. Spit maybe a little in your face. Just a verbal... It you depends. know, insult. Would it, you are you ready to throw fists? It depends on what the verbal insult is. You know, I got trigger points. So if you say something that's going to trigger me, you know, maybe. You know, depends on the circumstance. Like, let's just say maybe he knew that you, yeah, yeah your mother, the girl lost the baby. You guys, had, she was pregnant. Oh yeah, she lost so, baby. Personal. Said, yeah, some personal like shit. Yeah, we're gonna scrap probably. Really? Yeah, but if you say like a you know like a word like faggot to me or something too, I'm gonna make you eat your words. See, you here's know? the or thing. Bitch, you know? not, even at this age, you're 34. Right. Even at that age, right now, 34 years old, well, you'll st- yeah. still risk getting into a fight. First of all, you don't know if the guy knows MMA anymore. Things changed. Well, that's why I try not to just even put out that energy. As it, you know, I tend to answer things as the confrontational me. So it's like you asking me about my confrontational experience. That's what I was. I was gonna, I'm gonna pop off if I have to. But at the same time, I don't put out that energy. So I feel like it don't come to me. So were you always like this? You always ready to throw down? When I was young, down? when I was young, I put out an energy, and I feel like you manifest what you want. 
So when I was young, you know, if you think you're tough when you're young, you put out an energy and all of a sudden now tough situations are going to happen because you manifested these tough situations. You manifested the beef, the problem. Where is this beef coming from? It sounds like you had a fucked up childhood. I did. What was it about? I mean... What was fucked up that made you think like this? I don't think like that. Uh... I, I, like I said, we got, you know, we kind of got, like, p- picked on, pushed around, and told what to do by, like... Who's we? Me and my friends. When we were younger, we were just, like, a group of kids that hung out. We were innocent kids. But it turned into, like I said, people trying to, like... Especially when I was in high school, gangs were, like, running rampant. And it was like they wanted you to get down with them, especially if you were doing anything on the getting money tip. If you were getting money, they wanted you to get down. You know, they were like, why, you know, basically get down or we're going to rob you and beat you up. What do you mean get down? Oh, so it's not like get down. It's like literally get down on the floor. No, get down, like get in the get in, get in their squad. If you don't get down with them. Oh, like almost with, like they're re- recruiting you. You're with them or against them type shit. Really? I yeah. didn't experience any gangs. Well, like I said, you came from a different era than I did. The era that I was in was very gang cultured. Wow. There was a lot of gangs, especially in North Babylon. I don't know if I believe it. There was a fucking... I gotta tell you. I don't know if I can believe it. You go ask anybody from North Babylon that's from my era, and they'll tell you. I I don't know. I don't even know if there's gangs now in North North Babylon, high school. There's gangs. I can't tell you about now, you know? But when you mean gangs... The same way you can't tell me about what happened in 06. Are you talking about, like, a real, legit, named gang in everything? Gangs that you've heard of, you know? Like what? Like Latin Kings... Bloods, Crips. Why would the Latin Kings give a shit about what you're... I don't understand. So if you're doing something illegal, I would say that if you're now maybe selling drugs. Right. Now they, they know that you are. They'll come to you and say, either we're going to get... You're going to be a part of our gang, or we're going to beat the shit out of you. Uh, I mean, maybe it isn't even that that nice of an offer, you know? Give me an example of a not nice offer. They're just going to tell you like it, like it is what it is. They're going to say less, you know? If someone's valid, especially... Someone that's not valid is going to talk a lot. They're going to tell you every little thing that they're going to do. That Those persons probably all hot air. The person who's not going to tell you what they're going to do, and they're just going to say less to you, but tell you in a very serious way, you either better stop what you're doing, and they're giving you an out. They're telling you, you could stop what you're doing, you know, or fuck with us and do it, or face the consequences. And it's, you know, and they're in the face kind of thing. That's really, that's happening. Right. Well, I'm saying I can't tell you what's happening now because it's been a long time since why I've been in high school. Why would you want to be in that? Like, why? What would make you well, want to sit there and say, "I'm gonna fuck in a in a thing right. that these people are a part of"? Like, why would? Well, when you're young, head, well, when you're young, I feel like you're very uh, naive. naive. No, right? but that that's not naive. That's sure. stupid. That's but, like. What, what, but what, that's what, what I'm saying. You're influenced by the people that you're around. So me looking up to the kid who I think is cool as a little kid. You know, I'm watching him with his Rolex and his nice car and him telling me this is the way you got to act because he's ignorant because he's an older guy. But he's, you know, he's not giving me proper information. It's making me as a young kid thinking he's giving me good information. But I didn't know because I'm not old enough to fucking tell the difference between this guy's a fuck up, an idiot. Now, as an adult, I'd look back and I go, yo, that guy was a fucking loser. That was hanging out with us. Do you? Because he was 25 years old in a fucking BMW picking up 16 year olds and hanging out with where, us. Where was your parents? 
Well, uh, they did not even. Uh, my parents, like I said, were, they, they they put a roof over my head. They put food on the table. You don't have an allegiance to your parents. No. What do you mean? Uh, uh, like, are them, you real close with your parents? Oh yeah. This I'm Italian, bro. This is. I'm Italian. I wasn't close to them at all. Well, like I said, close to them in a sense that, like, you know, the loyalty is there. That's my f- family, but not close in the sense that we had conversations and talked a lot because I. Well, told that you, sucks. I told you, my family. That's is how my. That's how my thing. That's, stern. That's not, that's not a relationship. Right, and you got to remember. Our generation, well, especially my generation, but your generation too, we got bad information from our parents' generation because they were they were led to believe that things were going to be a certain way, and it was that way. Their parents told them something and said, this is the way it's going to be for you when you get older, and it was that way. You and me got told bad information because they were telling us information that was four generations old. Like what? What do you mean? Like, what life was going to be. They didn't know that there was going to be all the social media and fucking I know, internet. But my thing was, is it wasn't technology. even that. I, I feel like, in my part of my relationship, was that, uh, you know, that there was no conversations at all. Right. Well, they, we didn't talk, but that's There what, was no, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? Talk to me about this. Talk. There was no interest in my life, you know, whatsoever. And that's why I think my parents were, a piece, you know, not really my mother, but my father was a piece of shit. Right. But again, they came from that era. But you're okay with that now? Now that you look at back and you say, hey, like you don't... I'm not okay with it because that's not how I raised my kids. But I said, they were going off of old information. That information was that old stern way where they're like, go have fun. Go go out. You know, we're not checking on my, you. My we're not asking this, you what you're my, doing. My, both my parents are deceased, so I don't have this opportunity. So let me put this now on right. you. Your father's still alive? Yeah, both of my parents. Did you ever think about having a conversation and be like, yo, what were you doing? Why did you raise me? Why didn't you ever talk to me? Why didn't right. you ever sit down with me and raise me the right way? If, because... I, do, if I do that, we'll get into an argument. Because he but doesn't... isn't it worth it? Right, but I'm just saying I'll never get anywhere because if you know my father, you would know that asking him too many questions irritates him. You know? So that's why we didn't talk a lot as a kid, because if I asked him even too many things, he would get irritated. And he has a very show tale of irritation. So here's the you thing. Know? He's going to let thing. you know he's irritated. He, so here's the thing. When your father is around, is he still the man in the house? Yeah. He is. Yeah. He's a man over you in the house. Yeah, for sure. See, that's where you see you still respect your father. A hundred percent. I he, had no respect for my well, father. Well, because like I said, my So fa- I didn't look at it that way anymore. My father was, you know, he, he was the way he was, which was kind of cold, but I said, I'm just somebody that I understand shit. So, like, I understand him. I understand that's the way he is. You know, my mother, she'll still, like, get all stressed out about him, and she'll talk to me about, oh, you know, your father, your father. And I'm like, you've been with him your whole life, and you're still getting stressed out over him? Like, you know how he is. I'm just one of those people. Once I learn someone, I'm going to expect that behavior from them because I'm like, that's them. That's how they are. Let me ask you. So at 34 years old, I'm interested in this. You're you're with the same girl for how long? Over 10 years. Over 10 years. Yeah. You guys still have sex every day? Is it once a week? I mean, you know. At 34 years old, the reason why I'm asking, yeah. 48 and 34, two totally different things going on. And you're going to see. Right. It's more, at 34, it's more, I want to fuck. At all times, right. my dick is always hard. I love it, this and that. And then that's all you're really thinking about. To at 48, I got to tell you, and this is why I'm asking this question: is at 48, it's just more. Every, how do I make more money? That's all right. I care about. That's I it. Mean, that's all. But I care 34, about. at 34, that's still all you. That's all I cared about at 24. Really? Yeah. But then why? Why aren't you like? Filthy rich If that's all you care about you, Then does that mean You're doing something wrong Because you're not there yet I mean who said I'm, Who said I'm not filthy rich I'm asking you if you are right. I'm not filthy rich but, <laughs> I'm not filthy rich either But um, You know Like I said 
I'm not like uh I look at my life. I'm an right. attorney, and right, I make a good leave. Yeah, good you make living, a good living, d- decent. But I look at my life in a financial aspect as a complete failure, a hundred percent complete failure. Right. When I was 24, I thought well, by the time I'm 48, I'm going to have millions of millions of dollars in the bank. Yeah, me too. It's the complete opposite of that. So I look at myself and, in a financial way as this story. It's not over, but it's a massive failure on my part because of but what you can't look at it like you failed. Well, it's a failure. It's not saying that it's failed. The the story's still not completely written. Right. But if I had to do a if I got a progress report, you know, of of my financial life, it's not great. It's not right. great at all. Nowhere near what my expectations. That's what I'm saying to you. Like you're well, are you are you exactly where you want to be right now? Thirty four no. years hell old. Hell no. That you know, it's a depression because of that. You know, I was talking about this re- recently with one of my buddies. Just like. That it's depressing because one again it goes back to what the the information we were taught to by our parents was bad information they let us believe that world the world was going to be a certain way and it isn't that way because now you could work the same job that our parents were working and you can't live the same life that they were living even you know and not to say they were living this lavish lifestyle no they weren't but that's what i mean i think it's all relative because as you know, as the price of goods say go up, right. so does salary, wages. But you know, it doesn't. Catch up. At, at times, it does. Right. This now we're in a, right. a, a a point that it's it's exceeding, and that's why the economy is taking such a hit. But what what I'm trying to say is, I think it's all relative what the parents were making. What I don't think that's where the bad information was at all. I don't think that it, that's. I think there was just no information. Well, that's why you know bad information, no information, but. The way they chose to raise us was not the way they should have been raising us in that world. You understand? They didn't keep a tight knit on us. They didn't talk to us because their parents didn't. And that might have been okay in that generation. I think it's something that you said before that you touched on. And then you, it just went by the wayside for a second. But it was right. something that you said. It really is social media that's changed everything. For sure. And how people, I think parents now are with their kids. Right. I think that's, that's, that's what really has done it. Yeah, you have to be on top of the more the cell phones. Well, it's not even that you have to. You you, it's now available. So why wouldn't I? Right, why wouldn't I have my nine year old have a cell phone that I can text when she's there and I can now communicate? Right. But that's I don't even know if that's a good idea. I don't think that that should be the case. I think it's too much. You you might be right. You know, you could be very much uh, right on that on that point because uh, all technology is just fucking us up. I really feel like we're better off without the phones. Maybe a phone should make, be able to make a phone call, but all this other shit that you could do on the phone, it's just fucking brainwashing us and making us zombies. You know? uh, but yeah, I, I want to go back. I agree with you yeah. because you never answered the question. What? You having sex every day at 34 years old? Oh, uh, every day, five times a day. Can you do five times a day? Yeah, are you kidding me? No, I'm being honest. Yeah, you could go, go five times. I hang a wet towel on this thing. I heard it's nothing. There could be. I'm gonna it's be nothing. Dead, I'm going to be dead honest with you. At yeah. 48, there could be literally one billion dollars of cash on this table. Right. And there is absolutely no way that I can fuck five times in one day. And the fifth time, <laughs> For real? get it up. And yeah. God, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. It is. I know. No, because I see five I, times. I have friends that. Uh, that tell me that you know they can't that they're already using the little blue pill and shit. It's it no for me it's 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 this. I don't. I, I got other things I got to do. 
Like right. it used to be the most important thing right. to me, and that's why five sure. times like this all day long. Right. But now it's it, well, it's yeah, changed. exactly. Time. If I don't have time to do it five times, but if I got time to do it five times, why not? Yeah, you, know, you only yeah, live once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I, man, I agree with you hundred percent, absolutely. So, so let's play some of the music now. Yeah. Let's, let's see. Now I'm gonna be honest. Indulge with yourself. You. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. And I hope that we could we could have a. A respectful without me verbally saying something and you want to I haven't listened to your music at all all right but I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you yeah if I think it's garbage I'm gonna tell you well please do okay and as you know yeah. it is what it is but you tell us what song you think that we should play I mean uh, what are we on we're on Spotify here Chubbs there he is let me take well hold on a second do you create that logo in the background, or is that Spotify does that? What, no, the picture of my... Yeah, um, the brain and the thing. And that's that. uh, this dude, uh, Tim. Um, oh, damn, I can't remember his last name right now. Tattoo artist that did that picture for me. Um, very dope artist. No, so that's your doing. Like, you got yeah, that design. Yeah, I told him what to do, and he just hit, that's him freehanding it, but no, that was... I gave him the idea, because that was from our project, Sid, which is um, Soaked in Death. That's me and Jim Scary. We had a project together. Oh, so those are two heads going like this kind of thing, right? Facing each other. No, no, we're in like a fucking uh, a. Grade. Oh, there you go. Let me yeah. see. Yeah, if you could pull it down, I don't know. It's like. But th there's the whole project on here. That's from my project, Sid. What made you see it what right there, Sid? Yeah. What influenced you to do that then? I see it right there. Yeah. See, like this project is more like trappy-ish type vibes, so that ain't your vibe. Let me put on like some. Uh, well, what do you so so just explain? What do you mean by trappiest? Like. Uh, like the beats are like more like I don't know if you're familiar with Three Six Mafia. Yeah, yeah I am. I listen to anything, man. I, no, I, you know, don't like, worry about it. No, but I'm just telling you that every project I do has a different vibe. Everyone. Some have a trap beat. Some not. You do auto tune? Nah, never. Never. That you'll never hear from me. Why? Because I like to keep it raw. I'm what raw, happens if somebody I'm says, a raw "Hey, individual. listen, listen, we auto tune this song, and I'll it's a smack, guarantee." I'll smack Hold on. I'll it's smack a him in the guarantee mouth. that it'll go viral. Gone. YouTube. There's We're no talking guarantee. 30, 40 million hits. I don't care. You won't do it. No. Okay. It's a, it's, it's a personal thing for me. And I feel like me as a someone that liked music, I want to hear the emotion of someone's voice. I would auto-tune the fuck out of that thing. Why not? And then, I don't have to auto-tune again. Now I got the following. Well, I'm saying you like, got there. You got, now you got a following. You're Why saying, not? You're, you you're, saying, you're saying sell out and do something that's not me. Well, what's the sell out? It's all about money, isn't it? That's what you sure, told me. So now I just gave you a path towards money well, to like, auto-tune your voice, and you're saying, fuck that, it's it's more about integrity. Well, then you shouldn't have said no. it was all about money. No, well, I never said it was all about money. Well, you said, isn't that what it's all about? It's all it was when I was 24, too. Right, no, that's life is all about money. Well, isn't that this what we're talking about? No. Nah, this, this is, is going to nah, get you there? This is passion. It's two different things, right? So money, no, no, I'm dead serious. Listen all to right. me, Joe, all right? There's things that people do for, for money. There's people that people, uh, things that they do for passion, right? You falling in love with your girl or being with your girl, that was passion. You weren't getting paid to do that. You were passionate about seeing her, so you did it. You know, this podcast, you weren't getting paid to do it. You were passionate about it, so you did it. That's passion. You became a lawyer for money. Because you heard, oh, I can get money being a lawyer. So that's why you did that. You okay, so what I'm going to say to you is, so, is this. So like I said, me, music is my passion. That's me. I do this for me. So it's like if I can get money and, from my and, passion. And this is the difference between you and me, and I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, all right. Money is 
everything to me. It trumps passion. It is. Everything. It's everything. Because without the money. But like I said, money, in this world. So that's what, I'm, well, I'm saying, like, no, without the, money, you're putting passion now ahead of money. No. Yes, you are. No, I'm you not. won't auto-tune if you auto-tune. No, and take your passion and say, I'm not going to allow my passion to overtake the whole thing the, of money, well, then I'll auto-tune. Because now you got it. I just, you just got $20 million to auto-tune a song, but you're going to say, no, it's passion no, no. over trumps like I said, everything. If somebody is really sitting there with $2 million and they tell me... 20 make a, million. All right, 20 million. Even if it's a million, Joe. If someone comes to me and says, I have a million dollars, make an auto-tune song, I'm going to do it. That's not... That's not what you said before. No, but I'm telling you that me, as my creative process, you're talking about me, like, would I take the path and go and make an auto-tune song? No. No, I said from Jump, if somebody comes to you... No, but you're like, this is going to go million. viral. And, he's, and it's that, a guarantee that, that it's going to go viral. I don't go off of dreams. You give me $2 million, uh, I'm going to do it. I'm telling you... Right. The si- si- uh, I think you backtracked. But you feel me, though? You're wording no, things differently. No, you're, no, you're, is no he not? I'm not. He's wording no, things differently, right? I, I'm not going to ask Eric. If you want to ask Eric, Eric could ask you. But if you want to put Eric into the mix there, that's on you. You can do it. I don't have a problem with it, but I know exactly how it went down. Like I said. What's the question? What? What's the question? That he... What is the question? Now I'm confused. You said I, I mixed things up. I uh, No, jumbled. because he says... Yeah, you were saying that... What are you saying to me right now? You're saying that I... I'm saying that you gave me two things. There's passion and then the money. And the money's the most important thing. Right. But because of your passion, you won't do the auto-tune. Like I said. And that means, but that doesn't, that, so that now you're saying is right, but money you, isn't the no, most important thing. No, but originally you said that the person tells me, this could go viral. I don't go off of people talking. I didn't say it could, I, how I laid it to you, and I laid it very perfectly. It's going to go viral. It's, I said it's a guarantee that it's going to go viral. But, and there's, no get, gar- but, no, you, but, but there's no guarantee. No, but, it, but here's the thing. The right? story, the hypothetical, was that it does go viral, and you make $20 million like said, off of it. I'm, I'm, I'm very specific. So if you say something specific mm, to I me. I specifically said it, but I think I got you on it. I think if that was a, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Go ahead. I got you on that. You didn't. I did, and you don't no. want to admit it yet. Bro. I, you don't want like to I do said, it. I no, could see there's it. Two, there's two different things, though, of what you're talking about, because what you're talking about is me personally versus someone offering me cash. I'm going to say this to you. We don't even reason right. to talk about it. Eventually, you and I. So like I said, if I'm you right now said, show, I'll give you a million dollars, and you showed me the million dollars, and we s- signed the contract that you're going to give me a million dollars, I would do it. But uh, you said, on, if on, someone on. said, no, no, hold rainbows on. and I, wishes... Hold on. I wouldn't do it. Hold on. You know what I mean? One day, I will, you know, and it's going to be in the short future. This is going to get posted right. on YouTube. Yeah. You're going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. If I'm wrong. He's going to see what he said. I'm going to say yeah. I was wrong. And if you were wrong. Like I said, the way you, 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 but you might have what insinuated it away in your head, but you didn't word it that way. That's what I'm trying to say. Like maybe you thought that that's what you were getting across. But what I got across from what you said was that you were telling me somebody, you know, pitching me a pipe dream. Could it be that I did word it the right way and you just misunderstood it? It, That could be very much so. Okay, you didn't say that though. You left it on me. You said just, you know, it's my interpretation that I insinuated. Well, because I feel like I feel like I heard correctly. It's just the same way I heard you say we just smoked a blunt. We just smoked blunt and not a blunt. And when we listen back, we'll see who was right on that too. You ready for some music? Yeah. All right, let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. Here we go. Which one you want? I don't Uh, know. Oh yeah, you gotta say which one you want here. What do we got here? 
these are just the popular tracks, so. I mean, you could play something off of uh, Corner Store Cornivores. That's me and my boy, Bubby. What's the name of that? Say that again. Corner Store Cornivores. Corner, corner Store. How'd you get your glasses off? He's a whole new guy. Yeah, Corner Store Cornivores. Who are you? I said, who is this guy? <laughs> I, like the, got... I like to hide the eyes, you know? Oh, I love. You like here's, the eyes. Yeah, but here's the thing. When I do that, I have to. If they're not prescription, when I put glasses on, right, then I'll start getting. It'll start fucking up with my vision a little. Really? Yeah, because I wear glasses to begin with. Okay. Or, you know, not all the time, but if I, basically all the time, to be honest with you. Um, but I want to get contacts. I want to get off of it. And right. But I love what you're doing. The glasses, because it's. Well, I'm very. You know, I'm just tired too. I didn't get enough. I don't get enough sleep in a day ever. So, so that's why you decided. Cause that, I got to tell you something. That's really why I decided. Because I'm not usually the type of guy that it wears takes, the glasses. Well, that I don't know. So you're saying this is your fr- th- you're saying yeah. right now, because it takes a guy to do what you did. It takes a certain type of guy to wear the sunglasses when you know you're indoors and doing the interview, right? right? Which and I'm happy I did because these lights are very bright, and I was like, you know what, this was I, a good look. I, no, I, I got to tell you, I love the look. Yeah, looks looks great. But you're look. saying that this is the first time you tried it out. No, no, I always dress like this, but I don't necessarily wear the glasses. Inside. Inside. That's what I mean. I wear them outside. So this is one of the first times inside that you've done this. Like, you don't go to, you wouldn't be at Whole Foods no. and walking around with the glasses on. No, well, 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 that's what I'm saying. So this was the first time. Like, I, you, like I said, I'm tired, and I'm like, you know what? Let me put on these glasses because I'm fucking tired. And I look you, tired. What time do you go to bed at night? Shh. Well, it depends on the day, but some days I'll get in there at a reasonable time, but. Uh, if I'm doing something with the music and it's very demanding because there'd be a lot of events even on the weekdays. Yeah. You know, I'll go out and I'll stay out till like, you know, three o'clock in the morning and <laughs> then I don't get to sleep until fucking, you know, four and then I'm uh, waking up at eight so I'm getting four hours of sleep. You uh, know? Yes, and you have to make that back. So you don't, you're not, you're not the guy that gets that night and then wakes up at, say, one in, in the afternoon. I mean... Like, you'll wake up at... You'll, you'll only get like an hour or two sleep and have to deal with it. Unless I can. If I can afford to sleep, I will. Of course. But if I can, I won't. Yeah. You know? All right, come on. Let's get into this. Let's get into this music here now. I'm actually, I'm going to be, listen, I'm really, really interested Yeah. in seeing what kind of skill level you have. Bro, I'm, I, I'm really, now you. I'm disgusting. I like how you're describing yourself there. I never, yeah. said, I never said in my lifetime yeah. when describing myself <laughs> as something good and said, I'm disgusting. Disgusting. But yeah, I like the way you used it. Yeah, because I make it sound like sexy. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know? I gotta tell you. Eric, what are you thinking over there? You're excited? Let's just listen to music, baby. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Chubs and Bubs show. Welcome, welcome. Eight times fucking noise on the orchestration. The Coke mirror started off a blank canvas. I jacked some pollock to shit. Chubs would never leave the crib with the cannon without polishing it. All I had to do was tap him with the backhand. Now he looking like he got college and lips. I'm at your local college with fix. Popping knowledge of kids. Trust me, they paying top dollar for this. Pop collars and tricks. My team a bunch of Rottweilers and pets. My teeth the color piss on the bottom six. A better dressed fat man does not exist. She said the molly popping, now she lollipopping dick. Keep it real for me, it wasn't worth the rest to work the rest. The product make a fiend jerk and twist. Dog city blocks what I'm lurking in. Only the softest dog backwards what I'm putting the purple in. The stemmy joint, some shit I gotta get surgical with. Shit, y'all widows, Robert Kelly, I'm Robert Ross. But with a little more design. 
on the floors. Charcuterie platters, get the gobble goo polished off. Quick dabs on the cheese with the hottest sauce. Sour roll, got coward sauce. Are you going to wrap it all? Yeah, come on next. You're coming on next? Yep. Okay. This whole project is me and Bubs together. Okay. So, who this is a white guy? Yeah. Okay. White guy. All right. And um, you're coming on next. Yeah. Can I give you want to know what I think right now? Yeah. Or, I, I thought it was horrible. Bubs, yeah. Oh, it's it funny. It's the same thing. He's just screaming into the mic. I don't see how any <laughs> girls are ever going to love, like, you know, you got to sell albums. Right. Right. You got to, some, at right. one point, you got to say to yourself, am For I sure. doing this as a hobby? Right. Or am I going to sell? Exactly. No girl, no hot girl or anything like that is going to sit there and say, wow, I can't wait to listen to this in my car or I'm going to listen to him. That's a fact. I feel like because I know because I see our fans and it's uh, like we have girls uh, fans, but it's not. I'm telling you, that's a fact. Like he's I, doing I the same thing. I think he's doing the same thing. But I, I'm, in, I'm intrigued no, but, to see what you're doing. But I agree with do. you though, because I know that there are no. We don't have a big girl fan base. You don't. So, no, that's why I know. Like what you're saying is a fact. Yeah, but don't you? Th but you now, me? okay, yeah, all right. So, right. so, are you in a position to? But say... But again, I listen to rap. I was the guy who listened to the mixtape rap. In my era, it was mixtape rap. Oh, me too. I loved it. I have all mixtapes. All right. is somebody on the hook and doing this, Method Man and, you know. But that's what I'm saying. You came, you, you came from Method Man, Red Man era. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I came from, you know, Method Man, Red Man were established artists in my era. So obviously. what would you say your era was? My era was like mixtape artists. You know, like Papoose, Uncle Murder, Mano. Uh, I don't know any of these guys. Exactly. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say to you. Totally different era. Yeah, I know. Okay. So those my, guys are not that good. Because I don't even, they're still deep, not around. They still are around, and they're still making money. And I don't know, I but they're not doing Drake money. No, 100. percent They're not doing Drake money. What money are they doing? They're, what do you think they're making a year? They're, they're somebody that I still have from 2006 heard of in mainstream. Like at deep, all. you don't know who D Block is? I don't know. The, you know, Jada I know Kiss? what D Block. Of course, I know Jada Kiss, but okay. Jada Kiss is my time. No, he's not. He was with Biggie. I mean, he ha he was. But like I said, he, that was where he started. So he started in your time, but he didn't excel until the mixtape game because they were doing mixtapes. Same with Fifty. Fifty Cent came from the mixtape. Yes. So that's what I'm trying to say. I grew up in the era I, of mixtapes. Yeah, but DJ Big Mike, DJ K Slay. You don't make money on mixtapes. No, well, I mean, there probably you don't could make be made, but no, no. There's no money made on mixtapes because I remember hearing an interview with Fifty Cent on definitely with, back on ninety-seven point one, yeah, Hot ninety-seven, and he said. You know, well, Drake told me the first thing that I need to do is stop being on these mixtapes. You're not making any money on exactly. it. Or maybe Eminem told him that. So listen, you're doing all these mixtapes, but you're not well, making any money. No, that's why there's no mixtapes anymore. Because those guys that were running the mixtapes were the only ones making money. They got the DJs, and they all got arrested for piracy and shit. Well, they should have been able to work it out now. Because if you get a good mixtape now and you put it on social media, it right now it's not about... The sales of the record, it's the, in my opinion, it's the but popularity no of the artist. No artist wants to do that anymore. That's why I said that's a dead era. You know, every era changes. That's why I said my, the music industry don't stay the same for six months. You listen to that rap and you think that that was fantastic? I want to be honest with Bubs, you. Bubs, yeah, that's yeah. my boy. Like I you, said, I, would, wait, no, so I you, wouldn't have done a project with him if I didn't think it was dope. But you hear that and yeah. you sat there and said, I can't wait to lay the second verse. Yeah, this couldn't wait. This has got me on fire. Couldn't wait. Really? Couldn't wait. But again, like I said, there's, there's a niche audience, so for what we're doing. Okay. And I, all right. And I respect that. And that's that. why I said the scene, just because you're not in it, you, I, you wouldn't I, understand but it. I, I, but I got the money right. scene. Right. I got the money ear right here. This is the money yeah. ear. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And again, isn't that the whole point? Now, if you knew that this is not going to make, you don't have a fan base of girls that are going to sell those type of records. Right. You don't sit there as a businessman and say, well, maybe we got to start gearing towards that. Honestly, like, I mean, what are we doing it for then? 
Because for the underground? Like I said, yeah, you're doing it for who you're doing it for. You know, but I'm I, doing it for the kids like me, though. That's what I'm trying to say to you is that you don't understand because you're not part of it. But it's the money. Right? There's no money in what you're there doing There is right money now. in it, and that's what I'm trying to say. Big money. Say, yeah, there's money in it. Big money. How? What do you mean, how? Well, I, I don't know. What, are you making money off the gig? You're going to a gig and that's I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you that me personally, but I'm telling you there's big money in my scene. There is big money in the scene. You so you're saying that you could be in your scene that's not popular in the mainstream of right. TikTok and because, Instagram because, because and that Reels. Is, that is the beauty that of That you'll it. be able to make millions of dollars doing what you're doing. Right, because that's the beauty of it's not your era anymore, is that your era, it was only what was mainstream that made money. Now, I hear about an artist every day that I don't know about that I think sucks, and they're selling out stadiums all over the world. You know? You're, know. you're more my age, right? So you can, you, you, can, you can agree with me, right, on the sense that there's so many subgenres that aren't getting any radio time, any TV time. You don't know their name at all, and they're fucking millionaires, correct? Yeah, sure, sure. There is. I don't think that at all. Well, it's not what you think. It's what reality is, Joe. Well, here's the thing. You know? It could be some, I, like, the rap music that's underground making money. I mean, explain to me where the money come from, comes from. What do you mean? Shows. Shows. Yeah, shows. And Show, and shows, these, merch, and you're not on social media. Shows, how merch. is anybody going to know about? How is anybody going to know to come to Chubbs's show? Well, like I said, you're when he's see, not on social see, media, he goes, see how he jumps back to me. We're talking about the game and the situation, so and then you me, talk about uh, so me. So even those are those people on social media. Everybody's on social media because you have to be this day and age. But you personally are not on. Like uh, TikTok, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Not, you you said before. What was it? You if said? I if I could, if I could, if I can get in a situation where someone else could run those things for me, that'd be ideal for me because I'm not one of those people. Because again, I came from the old school where you put your work in in the flesh, right? Those were the cats that I looked up to. That was the type of energy that I carry. I don't even like texting. I'd prefer to hop on a phone call. You know what I mean? I'm one of those old school type of people that I enjoy the conversation. So if I tell you though. As a businessman, hey, listen, there's this forum of social media and TikTok right. and everything out there that if you could get one viral video off of For your sure. music, I'm tr yeah. I mean, you I, then it could take you into a different stratosphere. I kind of want to start doing that, and I am I am in the process of starting to do that, honestly. Like, I, I can't rap, right? I, and I right. can't sing, and I can't write. And, you know, I can't, I'm not, I would never even think for one second, one second that I could do it. But I'd like I, to try and make you. But if I did do it, yeah. We, if I did, you know do what? It, you're gonna come to my studio and you're gonna lay down a Joe Cozo fucking track. Cozo, Cozo, Cozo. Yeah, yeah. Cozo. It's not a big deal. So anyway, <laughs> what, what did I say? Cozo, Cozo, Cozo. Maybe it's just my Long Island accent. You thought I put a W in there. But listen to me. If we'll I was to going back. to be a rapper, yeah. If I was. I would be, I, how I would see myself is like you sitting right there. You got the headphones on and the beats being played. And it's just you with the camera with a different angle of you rapping some song. And the lyrics are just, it's like, bam, you're just spitting one after the other. Right. Right to a really chill beat that maybe nobody knows or maybe somebody does, whatever it is. Could be a pop, but the beat's banging too. That goes viral. You show, you, you're through the roof. Right. Everything else that I feel like I've been hearing that you're doing, you're wasting your time. This underground bullshit, and I don't mean it in a disrespectful way. It's coming I'm off very disrespectful. I, I, I don't mean it, though. All right, but I'm letting uh, you know it's coming off disrespectful, and okay. I'm not going to be made a fucking fool, so you no, better watch your way you're talking I, I'm to me not right saying now. that. All right. no, I'm not saying that. All right, that. no, no, I'm letting you know right now, son. I appreciate it. I came it. on your fucking platform. You better show me some fucking respect the way you're I talking to me. I appreciate what right? you're saying. All right? I do. No, I'm dead serious. Okay, well, then I apologize to All you. Right. 
because I would I would expect nothing but respect. So it I'm is. from the same place. But I'm trying so to don't say because I could put down your fucking podcast. hundred percent. Right? It's right. open but, for it. But why, I got no but followers. Why would I? But I ain't. They ain't positive energy. It's not energy. about that. But I'm yeah, trying yeah. to say you're right. I don't like it. I agree. All right. All right. I agree with because you, you ain't from my scene. So because you ain't from my scene, you're going to tell me you don't understand it, and I don't expect you to understand it. I understand. I apologize, brother. Right. I don't mean to, and I said right. I don't mean any disrespect. But I'm just was trying. But I'm just saying because you don't get the scene. You there's nothing you could tell me. You, okay. you What you're telling me, I could give a flying fuck about what Joe Cozo has to tell me right now because Joe Cozo isn't in my fucking scene. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You don't know what's happening. You don't know that there's money being made. So in your head, you're just thinking about Drake because you think that's the epitome of what I want to be. I don't want to be Drake. I don't want that fame. You understand? You don't want anything to do with that. Nothing to do with that. Okay. That's some fuckboy flagrant shit that I want nothing to do with. So tell okay? me. Okay, so because the girls are listening to it means jack diddly shit to me. Because I don't give a fuck that the girls are listening to Drake's music because I don't listen to Drake's music. And that's why I just told you I'm making music for people like me. So can I ask you a question? Right, no, I just got to get it across. You're 100%. Right? Listen, because I apologize. Because you I, I keep on comparing to, I, me to Drake and I'm what not, the industry I'm is. Not, I'm just, listen, right. I'm trying to figure out. All right, I'm just letting you know. I'm trying to figure Like, we're having a conversation together, I'm laying together, it down, right? right? Yeah, but I'm laying it down for you so you understand where I'm coming from. So, so can let me ask you this question yeah. then. How, do, how does someone in that scene then actually make money? Because then I'm ignorant to it. I don't know about well, that's the why scene. I said you don't understand the scene. So you keep asking these questions that you know nothing about. And if I tell you, you're just going to be like, but you're not Drake. And, like, what does Drake have to do with my scene? Is that how I look? Yeah. Doing that? It's exactly how you it look. It's terrible. It's how you sound. That's how I sound? Yeah. Okay. All right? All right. So understand that. All right. Is that, like I said, I'm not sitting here putting down, why are you doing podcasting? You could be doing fucking lawyer shit right now. You could, could be. be going and making money. I, you know, but right? the, here's the thing, though. But I'm just saying, though. I know, but here's the thing. If you did say that, I could be making money. You know what I would say? Right. I'd say I'd love doing this more. But that's what I'm saying, though. That's I told, it. But I told you that this is my passion. So I'm just trying to have a conversation right. with you and trying to figure out what this whole... Wait, it's about money, too, right? So let me ask you this. Of course. Right? It's, it's all about we're, money. We're, we want money. We want money. So but why the, can't the I ultimate, ask you The ultimate is then, goal is for me to get paid for doing something I why love. Why can't right? is it that I ask you, then, then how is it that in the industry, A, you make money, and B, if there's another avenue to do it, you could just be like, you know what? I don't like that shit. Right. right, not to be, have to be angry. I'm not. See, and I came off and I said, "There's no disrespect." I really interest. I really, genuinely want to know right. why. If someone is doing it in 2022, right. they're not all over social media. Because I'm going to tell you something. You ready? And I'll explain And I told why. you that I'm trying to do that. I, I want to get into that. because. Well, that's what the whole thing I got to, but then you got yeah. upset about it. No. That's what I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to sit there. The scene that I gave you, and what I was going to say is, I wish... That I could, like you, have a voice, rap, write rap, and then be able to because these kids on TikTok, on Instagram, all they love it. When they see a rapper that's raw and never been before and that video goes viral, that's the thing. That's the whole thing. But that's the thing. You can't, you can't, there's no way of knowing what's going to go viral. No, there's not. But if you're not on it, then you, you know you got to miss all the shots you don't take. A hundred percent, and that's why I said that is not my strong suit, but it's something that I honestly want to get more into because I I literally preach to my friends, you know, about this, the people, my peers in the music industry, like Bugs, that we got personality, but we need to put it out there because if we don't put it out there, we're as good as a wrestler that's only seen wrestling. And that's why I always make the uh, analogy to wrestling because it's like you didn't like a wrestler because of the way he body slammed somebody as much as you liked him because of his promo cuts, the things that he said in between the matches, him not wrestling, his image, his 
character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I understand. And I apologize that if I, you know, I'm not going to say I hurt your feelings, but if no, I you came didn't across hurt my feelings. by disrespect, no, but, like, disrespect, but, but hold on, let me just, let me do it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Because then it's not worth it if I can't I say it, you, right? Yeah. This is the thing that you want, right? right? You want to have an adult that's going to say, hey, listen, I hurt, you know, I offended someone, and then I'm going to apologize. Right. I do apologize. But I do want to say this. Never anything that I'm saying to you, and I'm not going to back off if I think now if your music just yeah, no, no, like I rap, want you to then, be honest with me yeah, on your so music. What I'm, what all I'm I wasn't to tell upset you is, about that. What I'm trying to say though is it not coming across. I want you to succeed, right? So when I hear about money, and we were downstairs smoking, right? Yeah. And what were we talking about ninety percent of the time? Yeah, money. Money. Yeah. Right. That's, that's what so we're going to come back up here now. We're talking about money being the most important thing. You know, if I can't talk to you and say, "Hey, listen, man, what the fuck are you doing?" Right. And, not, and I and come in and say, "I'm no disrespect, but really, what the fuck are you doing?" Why would it come across as, "Yo, man, I'm gonna fuck you up. I don't like." Disrespect. I didn't say that. Ah, You're putting words in my mouth. No, Did I, I say yeah. I was gonna fuck him up? No, you, no, you didn't say that. But right. I, I was like, All right, a no, reference. but that's why I said you say a lot like a of things that didn't. You say a, a lot of things that weren't said. Okay, all, all right? right, I'll take that as for that. It's my fault on that part. All right, there are a lot of things that I say that weren't said. Right. But, but and no, I, I'm insinuating like hey, I got listen. serious with you for a second because I feel like sometimes you need to get serious with someone for them to take you seriously, right? So I don't care about what your outlook is on it, and I respect everyone has their own outlook. But I'm telling you that, like I said, it's all about money. You know, that's what life is about is about money because that's the only way we could survive. And I could put fucking food on the table for my children is money, right? So of course, like you said, that out trumps everything. Money. Money comes first because it has to come first, right? But when it comes to what you're doing here, like you said, you want to do this. And that's why I said there's passion and there's money. So what I'm doing, I want to do for the kids like me because, again, I'm not a female, so I wasn't listening to the shit that females were listening to as a kid. You understand? Mm -hmm. When I hung out with girls, maybe I'd listen to those songs because they liked it. So I'd play those songs because the girl was around me. But me... Personally, I didn't want that. I wanted to listen to fucking... I wanted to put in the mixtapes. I wanted to go listen to D-Block. I wanted to go listen to G-Unit. You know what I mean? These were the things that I wanted to listen to as a kid, right? And that's why I said I'm doing that for th for that audience. Okay. And the, the bottom line is it's not all about fame because I don't want fame, right? I just want to create something that could be remembered and passed down. Well... Like for I me, I don't know. If I was in rapper, I, of course, me personally, and this is just my right. opinion, I'd want the fame. Of course, that's... Well, it I'm comes not, with it. It comes with it. You know, if we can get known enough, we're going to get famous, right? Well, I was going to say, the, the part of being a rapper, like if I'm going right. to say I'm going to get into the rap game, it's not like a UPS job and it's like we're all just rapping and we're making five ninety five an hour. Right. I mean, you know, it's not an hour. Without being famous in the rap game, then the money's not going to really be there. But there's different levels of fame, just like there's different levels of rich, right? So it's like, you know, they say, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, you know what I'm saying? One man's trash is another man's treasure. So what all these sayings are basically saying, though, is like, it's what your uh, um, perception is. It's what you think is rich, right? So if I could be rich, you know, to the point where I could have a house, I could have multiple houses, you know what I mean? And I got real estate, I got money here, I got money there, I could travel the world. That'd be a full, a full life for me, right? These are things I want. They all cost money, but then there's next level money, where it's like you own fucking mansions all over the place. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you're getting paid fucking $30 million for every fucking show you're doing, like Drake or something, right? Like, he's a different level of rich and a different level of success and a different level of fame. I want fame. Be 
but I don't want that level of fame. That's what I'm trying to say to you. I don't want mainstream fame. I wouldn't like that. You know, I'm a very, uh, I'm reserved. I got to tell you, you don't come across like that. What? Yeah, I don't, when I'm talking to you, you don't come across like a guy that's reserved or anything like that. Well, because that. I'm here. and I'm Yeah, but I don't my, know you. We never. We were downstairs. When we were downstairs in the car, the last thing I would have gotten out of you is your reserve. Like if I said to if somebody said, hey, Joe, right. what, what did you get out of the conversation of just you and him one-on-one? The last thing that probably would come out of my mouth is, oh, that guy's reserved. Right, but... You know, I mean, you see, I'm just saying, though, you don't come across as that. You come across as a guy... You know what it is? It, it, this is this is where I, I guess you and I are. You come across as this guy that has this ability, right? Like you're you you could be a a figure. Like you can be somebody that people are like this guy right here. You got to watch this video. You got to see him. Right. Got to do that. But you're that's why I'm here, right? Yeah, but I'm saying though. So. But that's I mean why I'm is, here though, because this is exposure in its own right, right? Yeah. So. But, so that's I mean, why I'm here. But I mean is when you say that you want to – you don't come across that, and I got to tell you – But I do want – I want success. I want my shit to be heard. Yeah. But I'm just telling you that – that's why I said I feel like that you misunderstand what I'm saying sometimes because you're telling me that I don't want that because I'm telling you I don't want fame like Drake. You know? It's like if it went there, bro, it went there. But I'm telling you that that's not like – that's not where my cap is set. So like to you, you're looking at it like if you can't reach there, why are you reaching? Where I'm like, I don't necessarily need to reach there. If I could reach e- even halfway, a quarter way to where Drake is, I would love it. Because I see people, I'm around people that make a living off of this. And I'm not telling you that they're fucking filthy rich and they're literally throwing, you know, wiping their ass with $100 bills. But I'm telling you that they live a full life and they, they got everything that they need and they do what they love. Because I say, if you tell me right now, because it is all about money, but again, it comes down to money and passion in life. So if you say, Joe, right, Joe, yo, I, I could pay you fucking $5,000 an hour to shovel shit, right? You'd be like, fuck, man, $5,000 an hour to shovel shit? I'll shovel shit for fucking $5,000 an hour. I know I would, right? If someone really gave me that job, like five, that's fucking amazing. But then if somebody comes and they say, yo, I can pay you, you know, $2,000 an hour, which is still, you know, a decent amount of money, right? I'll tell you $2,000 an hour to fucking, you know, judge fat asses for a living. You got to sit there and look at nothing but sexy fat asses all day, right? And you got to judge who's got a nice ass and who doesn't. And you're going to get paid for that. You know, you'd be like, fuck, man. I'd much rather judge asses for $2,000 an hour than fucking shovel shit for $5,000 an hour. You know? And there's somebody out there that would just... I understand for, what you're saying. I, get, somebody, I understand what you're saying. Right? So, So this is the difference between... I guess so. When I met you, when right. we met for the first time. Yeah. At first, I thought we had the same kind of aspirations we do. on certain things. No, but what you're saying, see, I, I, and this is where we differ. Right. You said you made that analogy. Why, you know, see, reaching all the way up top there, and that's where Drake is, and, and right. everything. And you're like, there's some people, and you made the, and the analogy was perfect. What you made the tits and asses, of course, who wants not to, you know, tits right. and asses. Fun job. If. The, like, the three thousand. What's the three thousand dollars worth? What I'm trying to say is, I get it and right. I understand that. But I'm that guy that reaches all the way. Like but, I want to be, you know, whatever I'm doing, I want to be the best at. So if I'm selling marijuana, I want to be the best at. It, right? right. If you know, if this is what I'm going to do. Especially my passion. Th- that's just me. But you're saying it's different, and that's the difference. But I feel like there's the integrity of what your passion is. So I said, if your passion is to just make money, and they said, Joe, you know, you, will, you, will you suck dick because you're going to make money? 
Will you suck dick, Joe? No. So, what is is it all? You just said it's all about money. You do yeah. everything for money. That's different, right? Though, because then no, but I'm thing. but I'm keeping Here's it real thing, with though. you. But I'm yeah. keeping it real you with you. You are though. Yeah. All right. So to me. Doing certain things that is against your integrity is the same as someone asking you to do something that you wouldn't necessarily like to do. Uh, but I'm right? talking, you were still so you on the music genre from you singing and then auto-tuning. It's still music. Right. I'm, I'm not, I don't have sex for a living. And then right. now you're telling me, well, you're having sex for a living anyway. Now you can suck the dick and still and make a ton more. But that's why more. I said that there's people. But, but it's, a and prob- and probably, it's a totally opposite Probably thing. reaching up this high, you'd be fucking sucking some dick. You understand? In the industry. Right. Okay, because you're saying that's the way that is because there's always somebody doing something. There's some weird shit going on up there. I'll tell you. You know what I'm saying? I I don't. Tell me about it. Uh, I ain't talking nothing about that shit. But you have personal knowledge about it. Yes. Wow. Okay, and I'm telling you there's some funny shit going on up there. And like I said, if I can get up there my own way, my way. Fuck, great. Well, if I have to suck dick to get up there in the industry that you're saying, I would rather than just reach in the middle too. Exactly. But that's what you're saying. You're saying that it leads to that. Leads to way more than that, Joe. Well, I'm I'm oblivious to it. Right. It leads to way more than that. Like what? Give me like, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. It's the unknown. It's uncharted, but I ain't trying to find out. You feel me? All I know is stories, right? So the stories that I hear, I'm not interested in. But, again, there are people that trailblaze and make their own way to everywhere, everything, you mm-hmm. know? So if I could be one of those people, fucking great. That's what I mean. I want to have as much success as I can. I want my music to be heard by as many people as possible. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, oh, if I can't get to that, then it's not worth it. You understand? I understand perfectly. Right. So that's the way I look at it. It's like, I'm not going to, um, if I could do it my way, great. You know, and that's why I said I want to show my personality more. And like you said, that's kind of the way to go now is showing your personality. Because I said it's like a wrestler being in a fucking ring and he's just body slamming somebody, but then he can't talk in front of a mic. He can't fucking make you buy his character of like, you know, when I was a kid, The Rock. You know, I watched him become the Rock, Rocky Maivia, you know, who had no personality. Rocky Maivia, if you're familiar with wrestling. And then he became The Rock. You know, and that's where he found himself as a wrestler, where he's like, you know, I don't care what the, you know, uh, your candy ass, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? He had all these things that were him, a character. He wore the fucking Versace shirts, the gold chains, the glasses. He had him, you know what I mean? And now look at him. He took off. He became way bigger than a wrestler. He's a fucking huge movie star. The pinnacle of wrestlers used to be Hulk Hogan. Now it's probably The Rock. Right. So, what are you saying? What, so, translate this into your career now. What do you? What, what's the analogy that you're making here? The analogy I'm making is that, like I said, you got to be, you got to, you got to f- put yourself out there, and then if you can make it, you can make it. But you got to find your own way to make it. You can't be sitting there saying this worked for that guy, this worked for that guy. You got to do what you do, and it's like if you could reach the success that The Rock reached, or if you reach the success that fucking. Any of these other wrestlers that didn't actually have it. I understand what you're saying, and, and again, my just my thing is is why aren't you on TikTok? Like why aren't right. you rapping I need on TikTok? To. I need to be. That's that's the. But you're not the only person telling me that. But and that, I agree. But with that's you. the whole point of this whole thing. This is right. the whole how the whole discussion started. No, but that's what I'm saying to you is that you're right. If you listen back to the conversation, I'm telling you that you're right. I need to put myself out there because it's like a wrestler not having that, you know, that promo talk. If you can't do the promo talk. No one wants to watch you wrestle. No one wants to pay pay-per-view to watch you wrestle. So we're going to see. Right? So, so you don't have a TikTok. No, I don't have a TikTok. So when? So you're telling me, a month from now, you'll have a TikTok and you'll be on it. Well, no, nah, not necessarily. I'm, gonna, we're, I'm in the mist right now, again, you know, and this is a money move. 
You know what I mean? There's somebody that's putting up bread and they want to make a YouTube show. And they oh, want with you? Yeah. A, a show show? A show. Can a, you can you a YouTube channel. Can you just give us a little details on like what it's about? I mean, it's a... Uh, Is it a reality show type it, thing? It's not a... It's, it's like it's us going and asking people... Um, random things on the streets. I don't want to give away too much about it. But, okay. But the energy is funny and it's playful and like I said, people are going to fuck with it. But this is me trying to take that step of being like, I got to start cutting the promos like the wrestlers because I said, if if I'm not showing myself and I'm just showing myself on a, rec a record, that's not showing myself. That's like a wrestler only coming out and wrestling and he never gets on the mic and he doesn't make you invest in his character. So I got to make you invest in my character. Like you said, you, my headgear, right? The way I look like the Iron Sheik and shit. I'm very inspired by wrestling, you know? I'm Italian, so I'm the Sicilian Sheik, maybe, but I ain't the Iron Sheik. But nonetheless. Is that what the whole look is for? It's for the Iron Sheik? That's like a, nah. a tribute to him? No, nah, but like I said, this is. I just. People say that I look like I'm fucking, you know what I mean? On yeah. some Iron Sheik shit, because sometimes I'll put the headband on, the Nike headband over the bandana. Well, what made you. How did this all come together? Like, uh, how did this, this whole. Is, this th is like a tip to fucking me as a kid, because again, in my era, and this is something your era didn't have. But in my era, people wore bandanas underneath the hat. A lot of people. You know, I told you it was very gang. Um, I loved wearing bandanas. Right, but it was like there was like this gang culture, and bandanas were very in, even for people that weren't in gangs. There were kids in my school, and you get fucked up back in the day because there was tons of people, false flagging, that's what they call it, where you're wearing a flag that you're not in the gang. Like you're wearing blue bandanas on your shoes and blue bandanas on your pants, and maybe it's just an outfit. And it's sewed onto your pants and sewed onto your shoes. But what do you look like, right? You look like a crip if you're wearing all those, all that blue bandana. So like I said, I came from that era where like bandana and gang culture was like really big. And it was like everyone was wearing bandanas underneath the hat. And that's kind of like me paying homage to like that era. Because a lot of the shit that I talk about when I'm rapping is even shit that I did when I was younger. All right, well, let's get into it. Yeah. Let's get into your yeah. rap now. I don't know where it starts, but if you want to just keep, just continue playing it, yeah, and then just, you let us know yeah, when yeah. the hook well, one comes out. Hey, I'm coming in right after Bubs. All right, Bubs. Bubs is done now, Bubs Styles. You're still with Bubs? Bubs is my brother. Your brother to the end. You well, make it, it, he comes along. He makes it, you come along. I would hope so. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's go. Bloody palms slipped off the handlebars. We handle laws. Automatically, she mad at me for nothing. I got a blushing, discussions left to touching the muffin. Crushing, she scratching McGruffin. She liking it rough and she gushing. After which, we puffing them flowers, preferably sour. I smoke and devour from hour to hour, absorbing the power. It shall be the god, I'm a prowler. Cooper is fouler, the pharaoh with barrels of arrows, bow marrow. Me and Buff Styles is foul. Check the apparel, checking our file. They're probably a piles for miles. Guns in the barrel, pain in my eyes. Green in my fingers, it lingers inside. Cut off my feelings and swallow my pride missing my homies cause most of them died eyes are still squinted I'm opening wide hoping and stride rolling up easy expanding my mind burly and curly she pulled me aside I'm Step good so this is what I'm gonna say Talk to you me. can rap ten times better thanks man than the other guy I appreciate that ten times I wanna show you a few other songs but here's the other thing but here's the other thing yeah yeah it's not a great beat but that's what I was gonna say. This that beat is not a great yeah, beat. On, let me speak as a third party. This is an intro track. Yes. So this is yeah. like kind of just a supposed to be like slow opening. Yeah. Okay. So that, and that, I, when you ask me like what I thought or whatever, 
I'm not I can't make a snap judgment on 50 seconds of an intro track so to speak right so you gotta kind of give it a chance so you're in now you're in I'm not in but I'm not out either oh okay you're gonna reserve Listen, I'm not gonna make a snap judgment like that. But that's, that's why all. I want I want you to hear. So give me a good, give me another song then. Let's look up a different project because, like I said, this project is all me and Bubs. You already said you don't like Bubs, and no, no. Listen, maybe I didn't like Bubs there. I didn't say that. Right. I don't like Bubs there. I look, liked you there, but I didn't like the beat. Look up Lucky Lansky. You'll fuck with that because that's that's some Guinea shit, right? All there. right, let's go. All right, I'm gonna so, go for something like in the middle here. What do we got? Well, just let him do whatever song. Yeah, I mean, you have favorite songs, right? I mean, I would. I think I would. Yeah. uh... Look up. Uh, I'm trying to think of something that you would like, cause something from your era, like no, just you probably me like Kaskiasco. I just want to hear you your. Heard? I just want to hear Twelve. your skills. You, yeah, listen to this. That's one. what I want. I don't care about any. I just, this one right here. Yeah. None of that matters. What matters is the way we see the world. Fuck your like or your follow. Sour past kids, hard to swallow. Loading hollows, smoking resin heads. Chubby guy for president. Hella heaven sent. Better represent. represent. Brooklyn with the felon cage. A lifting lids, body in the fridge. I might make some ribs. Teriyaki chicken if the beat is kicking. Uh. And me and Lord slim picking dress. Steak, plot thickens, flow sick and steady rolling. Pockets swollen, how we holding? Fuck the cops, bubble boxes popping lock. Pop the trunk and pop the clock. Sneakers running, kicking rocks. Uh. Now let me rock. Marciano, Chubb Soprano, Lucky Lansky, riding shoddy, screaming Banshee. It just had me. Uh. Italiano, mano, we mano. I dump you off the. All right, here's my dead honest. Yeah. You have potential. All right. You have a good voice in the rap thing. Some of the things. This the is lyric, older. Some of the lyrics. Yeah. It wouldn't, you know, to me, it, it's when I'm listening to Biggie and he puts one thing to another. Is one thing. I don't think that you're at that writing level yet. I'm not right. saying that you can't get there. Like I said, again, this is old. But you have your voice. Here's the thing, in my opinion. This is four honest, years old. If you don't have the voice, right? Then don't matter what you say, exactly, and what whatever. So you have that without Thanks. a doubt. I appreciate but it. But you said something about I, I don't know what was the thing. What would you mean by my my fingers got green? Are you saying because you're always touching the weed? Oh, and the other song you're yeah. talking about. What did you mean by that? Green of my green of my fingers that lingers inside. Yeah. What does I, that mean? I'm talking about touch of money. Touch of money. Touch of money. It lingers inside. Okay. You That's good. I like that. Right. I don't know if it was weed though. I thought it was some maybe something else. But it was so quick that I didn't even think. Right. About it. No. Yeah. But um, yeah, see, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you have those genius-type things, the more of that... But that's why that was newer, that song. This is four years old. So I feel like I grow every project I do. Of course. So, like, the projects that are about to drop, like, shit on... I feel like they trump everything else I've done. You don't think about maybe putting some hot girls on the back end of the track so that, you know, whatever, that they got a following and then, you know, they... Yeah, I think about all these things, you know, I, uh, about trying to do things just for uh, buzz, you know, but... I don't know. It's a weird thing with this shit. Because like, your voice is good enough to have that to maintain the, the, the heart of the song, and then you have these hot girls. I don't know, man. That's, what, that's the first thing I'm thinking about. It's like, if I'm, if I'm in the rap game, and right. I got a good rap song, and I got these hot girls, and you know they're rapping with me, that's what it's all, To me, that's the scene, in a way. I, I don't know, but... And, and also, it just... I don't know. This is hard. See, these types of songs is hard to sell because it's, it's. Right. I understand what you're saying, the mob deep, the whatever. But the mainstream, they're not in like the the Sony records and the whatever. They they want the things that are going to make the money. Right. That's what I'm saying. But your voice is there. 
Thanks. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, appreciate Your voice it. is there. Everything else, it just needs work. Like I like, And you could say the same thing to me like you said right. before. Am I Joe Rogan? Do I have 2 million followers? Right. No. I got 1,800 on, on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. Right. But I'm just saying to you, you got the foundation. Right. I think that you need to really just get on social media. I yeah, mean, I do. Look at your look, bro. Nobody yeah. looks like that. Nobody's wearing that. Right. Right? So right away, you're someone, if I saw you on TikTok. Right. And then all of a sudden, a week later, you're on my feet again. I don't know exactly yeah, you who remember. you are. Me, I'm a ball guy. Right. You know, whatever. I mean, this ball guy, you see them all day long. Right. But with you, and you got the skill, man, I'd be on that TikTok all day. That's where the money's at. Not for sure. Yeah. I mean, like it. I said, I, I'm not in uh, disagreement with you at all when it comes to that. Like, I, I, I agree with you. And, uh, you know, I got to You're start, a good guy, bro. Yeah, I got to You're a good him. guy. I, you're a good guy. You were mad at me before, though. No, man. I wasn't. Heated. I wasn't mad. It was like that. They, they was I was like irritated. That, what you were saying when. Uh, I was irritated. What was it? When you, when you, you, when you were drinking, I felt like you were drinking Hennessy. No, but that's I what, felt like he just took like three swigs of the Hennessy and then came on it. That's why I was like, oh, this guy, look at this. Here we go. It's no, that yeah. guy. But that's why I say, you know, I'm not a, I got different personalities, bro. And that's kind of what it is with me and the music. And it's like, you got to listen to more than one track. You got to listen to more than two tracks mm -hmm. for you to even judge me because I'm different on every track. You know, I'm very versatile. It's honestly to a point where I feel like it might be hindering me. Do you know Brendan Green in North Babylon, from North Babylon? I don't know. You and him. Sounds I need familiar. you both. He was the guy that was on. Remember him? Does he does he remind you of Brendan Green a little? Or maybe you can't remember. I do remember Brendan. Uh, what the, was his shtick? He was a social media guy, right? He's the social media guy. Yeah. yeah. So a little different. He is. A little but, different but, for but, sure. but how? But both of you. Just the presence alone. All right. Yeah, you'll know. He's on one of, on one of the shows. And you he's from North Bab? He's from North Bab. He's uh, two years younger than me. Okay. But you... See, here's the other thing, too. This is what, what I'm going to say about you. Yeah. Your confidence is through the roof. Thanks. As it seems. Yeah. Is, do you, is, is that exactly how it is? Yeah, I felt like I was always a pretty confident kid. You know, as a, even as a kid, I was very confident. I was popular. And I, I got along with everybody. Yeah. You know? So I feel like that is, you know, I'm definitely a, an extrovert, right? That's what they call it, extrovert. There's mm -hmm. introvert that don't like to be around people. I, I could definitely be around people. But at the same time, there is a piece of me that's an introvert, especially ever since I had kids, where I just like to just sit around in my house and do nothing. I don't want to go anywhere. Right. Yeah, I don't want to see people. Yeah, I don't want to talk course. to people. But uh, I could turn it on. That's like when you said, like, you're reserved. Like, I don't see reserved because it's like when I need to turn it on, I turn it on. And it's like that's me doing this shit, doing the music, you know, being – because, you know, this is my first interview either, where it's like you have to turn it on. You have yeah. to be like, you know, there's days I don't want to perform. I don't want to fucking go and do a just show. Just like every other thing. Any right. other job or whatever it is. Right. There's just some days I don't want to put a suit on. Or is there right. some... Well, I never want to put a suit on. Yeah, who does? But, you know, it's just some days I don't want to do X. Or I don't want to do, you know, Y. Exactly. I understand what you're saying. Mentally, exactly. Like, so, how do people, if they want to get in touch with you and follow you, if they want to now hear, you know, they, they see this interview, they're like, you know what, I fucking like this guy. Right. You know, I, I not even... It's not even... Yeah, I like the way he raps, but I just like this guy, and I want to follow him. Right. How would they be able to do that then? You can follow me on uh, on any platform as Chubby God, C H U B Y G O D. Chubby, Chubby God. God. Where did the whole Chubby God thing come again from? Did you? Because I look like I look like what you would imagine God to look like, Chubby. Okay. You know? Yeah. I look very biblical. You know, uh, I have the long hair, the big beard, the big beard, like a Jesus type thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's where the whole thing, because it was Chubbs. 
as a kid, and I was actually skinnier as a kid. Uh, but a mustache Pete told told me, you know, what a mustache Pete is, because you're Italian, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like an OG. Let me tell the people that don't know. So an OG told me, you want to fucking have a name that people can't associate you with. So when I was younger, I was skinnier, and I was like, I'm gonna be called Chubbs. So when I did graffiti and shit, I would write Chubbs, and nobody would ever think that. You were a graffiti artist as well? Yeah, when I was a kid, big, <sighs> loved it. I would never be able to do. I, I'm like, how they. I'm a creator in every sense. Of I the would word, never I, like how those look, the R's and the words and how perfect it looks. I can never do it. Like I love. Never. Dra- I like. I used to like drawing a lot. You lefty or righty? I'm a righty. So I drew. You know, I draw. I just like creation. My whole life, I liked creating things. I liked. You know, I I, I wasn't one of those kids that just played with his toys, his action figures. I would. Yeah. Fucking mess with them and morph them and melt their face and make their face look different and like. I was like, I like to customize everything. That's gonna, a little... Uh, I would use like, you know, paint and shit and paint their outfits and make their outfits different. And, okay. Oh, that know. I could see. That's something right. then. But paint, they're burning their faces yeah, off. Yeah, like I would melt Now they'd have burned... I, would, I wouldn't burn their faces off. Again, so you hear things and say things differently. What'd you say? I said that I would melt their face and make their face look different. So you would put it not too close, but just enough that the rubber will get soft and then maybe I could put a smirk on them or I could fucking put a scar on them. You know what I mean? How would you and do that? Would with a lighter up. or something? Or yeah. matches? Lighter, match, you know, whatever. Um, so good. So go back to your, so people could follow you again. So it's Chubby God. Chubby God. C-H-U-B-Y-G-O-D. So you Chub, on, Chubby with You better jump B. on TikTok and try to get that name, and hopefully it's not taken. Uh, it's crazy, because I made a TikTok with Chubby God, and I don't know the password. Oh, it's the worst. It. So it's like, I already own it, but I can't get into it. Listen, I got to tell you, man, I, I, I had a real exciting time. That whole oh. the, the whole thing and uh, even when I got even when I got yeah, irritated, I you loved it. Yeah, I don't care. I don't, yeah. I'm just saying though, you're you're a good guy, man. I you're, am. A good, you're a good guy too, Joe. Yeah, and I appreciate it. I appreciate and not you only having that, me. Too, you're a good guy to talk to. I like it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I appreciate we it. We could talk, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever want to um, have me up again? You I know? want. I will definitely, without yeah. a doubt. But when you come back, there has to be a TikTok. Oh, yeah, it's got gotta you. be it. I think you. I think you got the look. I got. Yo, I want you to look at a video so you could see visually. What I'm working with too, because I feel like you know, just listening to music. I saw a YouTube video that you, one of the links that you sent. Oh yeah, yeah, Which I one? saw that. Uh, you were, it looked like you were in a city or something. Breaking in leather. Breaking in leather. Breaking yeah. leather. And you hated yeah. it? No, I didn't say that at all. I got to tell you, the first thing I said to him was like, "Oh, he's got confidence. He's right. out there, you're out there in the camera and doing everything." That's you know one of the things that I look at because I knew when I first started getting on film, I knew. Wow, it's it's a whole different ball game. For that sure. camera could fuck you up if you put it into your head. So the first thing I look for on people that, you know, I, I've never seen or whatever, how confident are they in a right. camera? I used to think Snoop Dogg wasn't that confident at first. He wasn't. No. You grow into it. Yeah, he, and then now, forget it. Well, that's what it is. That's why I said the more I'm doing it, the more I don't give a fuck about the camera. Yeah. You know, even pictures. You know, at first, I used to always look at a picture and go, oh, I look like a fucking fat the, fuck. I hate the way I look in these pictures. And now, you know, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. I am a fat fuck. Yeah. And I'm then, a fat and, fuck version of Brad Pitt. And you, and you just own it. Yeah. And that's it. But that's what it's about. But that's why you will love TikTok. Because what, those are the people that are excelling on there. Don't give a fuck. The I know. people that you see a little worried or give a fuck. We've had so, I've had songs that got used a lot on TikTok. Oh, and, really? it, and it made the streams jump crazy and shit. That's another thing. But yeah. I feel like, can you make money off doing that? Well, stream-wise, you, can, you know, I made money. You know what because I mean? I would think if, they, if you no- could get a viral song yeah, like on a no- TikTok. A notable person used our shit on TikTok. Yeah, it's gone. And that's what happened. Yeah, And we absolutely. got like, you know, like the song, the, that one song, just because it was used in that one person's TikTok, 
went like through the roof. We got like a hundred thousand streams. You yeah, know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Right. Right there. TikTok. But no. hey, listen. Very I important. Really, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good times. You Much, come back anytime, brother. For sure. All right, and I apologize for... Uh, you, there's nothing to apologize for, bro. Are you like sure? I said, well, like I said. Are you sure? I'm letting you know, sir, you know something, and that was why I had to just get serious for a second with you. It's not that... Like a blowfish. Uh, yeah, I just had to be like, oh, I had to let you know what I'm talking about. Because I feel like I said, you got a way about you where I feel like that you will uh, you'll fuck with people. Cause you're oh, like, you think I'm fucking with people? No. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, because I said you'll say things and then you'll you'll word it differently. And like I said, I'm very I pay attention to detail. So if you say something a certain way, I'm gonna hear it that way. Okay. You know, and you and then you put words in people's mouths too. I see. Okay. Where you say like, oh, you said this though, but you uh, just said that. Ah, uh, okay. You know, and I. Uh. I so, like I said, I had to let you... I'll own it if you think that's what it is. I don't know. We'll, that is who you thing. are. We're yeah. going to see. We'll see. That's who you are, twin. I'll tell you right now. You I'm that guy. Because it takes one to know one. Oh, so, you're that guy too? Yeah. Wh what do you mean? So you I'm Italian. I'm an Italian, so I know you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I know you're kind. I got cousins like you. Uh, not you, though. You're not like that. Uh, I, like I said, I'm stern. I'm stern. You could tell I'm stern, right? No, I'm saying you're not like that. You don't do what I, you're saying that I did. I think everyone does it to an extent, but like I said, from the interaction we've had today, I feel like you do that. All right. Well, let's leave it at that. I'm yeah. that guy. Yeah. All right, brother. I'm going to watch more of your podcast, and then I'll tell you if you really are that person. Okay. And, and then you, you come back anytime. Yeah, exactly. All Hopefully right. you can listen to my music. You tell me if I really... I'm, I'm 100% If I'm not biggie. You know what I mean? All right. You got it. Well, listen, with that being said, well, that was a good show. Yeah. I tell you. That's good. You're streaming on YouTube on, it's going to say Tinder. Tinder, I'm on there too. <laughs> I'm on Pornhub. Are you on Pornhub too? Yeah, shall we go? On Rumble, on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that. Everywhere. It was great. Yeah, man. Much love. All right. With that Appreciate being said, we're out. Peace. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. But that wraps it up for another edition of the Joe Cozo Show. Hee <laughs> hee.